Bam, we're live. How would that look on a shirt? People are like, can I get a shirt that says, bam, we're live? I'm like, I can't. I'm trying to have trouble picturing that. <laughs> Caleb doesn't have pants on. So that's oh, cool. geez. Caleb, <laughs> you, everyone just saw your underwear. Shit. I wonder if my wife will call me back. I forgot to print out my notes for the show. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you, yeah. Yep. Got the heat on. Everything's good. Got the phone number up. Guys. Oh, first, before we get crazy. Hi, Matt. Hey, Caleb. Barbelljobs.com. Barbell Jobs. Okay, that's the sponsor. Uh, The cough, there's a, thank you, barbelljobs.com. If you need a job and you like barbells, go to barbelljobs.com. Just go over there and take a look at least. Just be like, hey, oh, that's cool. That's what Zevon's always talking about. Um, It doesn't cost you anything. Well, a little electricity. That's not true. Nothing is free. The time you spend with your computer on and going over there to look will cost you uh, money and some wear and tear on your keyboard. There's only only so many strokes a keyboard can take. How come I can't hear myself? There I am. Uh, There it is. Um, I'm drinking. Oh, shit. I'm drinking this stuff called Page Street. Page Street? What's the name of this coffee I'm drinking? Oh, the notes. You needed the notes. Page, sorry. Page, uh, Page Street Coffee. coffee. Page. Paper yeah. Street Coffee? Oh, Paper Street. Paper Street Coffee. So did I tell this story yet about how the guy wants to sponsor the show? And I'm like, hey, I already drink Good Dudes. And he's like, hey, you can tell people my coffee sucks. I don't care. And I'm like, oh, what, how the fuck am I supposed to say no to that? He's like, <laughs> I just want to support the show. So I said, okay, can you send me out some coffee so I can start drinking it? Dude. How is it? God, this is. I feel like this is sacrilege saying this. But um, the beans look just like the good dude's beans. They're like those little light brown ones. And it smells crazy good. And it, it launches me. It, it, it launches me. It launches me. I so, try some. Yeah. So they're not a sponsor yet. No one, no one get crazy and go over there and start spending money yet. But I'm going to drink like four <laughs> or five bags of that shit. Wait till we give you the official go ahead. Until then, go to barbelljobs.com. I, I can't tell if he's figured me out. And he's a master manipulator or if it's really true. Cause like when he says like, I'm like, Hey dude, I can't like, if I like good dudes better, like I'm not going to be able to say good shit about your coffee. He's like, I don't care. He's like, I just want to support your show. He's like, I got another business where I'm making bucks. My coffee shit's my hobby. I'm like, Oh man. All right. Damn. Send it over. <laughs> he knows how to get it. Get it in yeah. front of you. That's Either right. he manipulated the fuck out of me or he's a good dude. Uh, Oh, um, I, I, I don't know. I think I already showed this, but I might as well show it again. We had Eli Crane as a guest on the show on the um, on the uh, Josh and Matt and Sevon show. No, Mattson doesn't do that show anymore. God, we need another M name. Oh, you were maybe were you on the show with Eli Crane, Sousa? Uh, I think I was. I was doing the back end of it. I might have had a fuck it. We're gonna call it the Josh Matt and Sevon show then because we had a man. So this is this is the bottle breacher. And uh, this is basically a crazy bottle opener. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Yeah, and he sent it to me. And it's a it's a real bullet, but missing the bullet stuff. <laughs> the bang bang stuff. Yeah, the bang bang stuff. The stuff that kills. <clears throat> anyway, I sh- I don't know if I should leave it. Not- do I do I keep the box? Oh yeah, it came in. Oh, you could it- do like a whole display with it, man. Yeah, it's a nice box. But he and then I got this one too. I got this um one in a wooden box, this super breacher, super oh. bottle. I have two. You know what? I'm leaving them out. I'm not putting them in the boxes. Yeah, let them ride. Nice. 
Punisher. Hey, isn't that a trademark emblem right there? Isn't that like the Punisher from Marvel? Yeah, that's the Punisher, yeah. Can you do that? I mean, they can do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> <laughs> like they spray painted that they spray paint that on their gear all the time. Like Yeah. I don't all think right. anybody cares. <laughs> and I'll give this box to my boys. They'll absolutely love it. Is it weird that there's no comments that have come in yet? It makes me nervous because there's like a bunch of people watching, but maybe we have the comments. Like... Maybe we have the comments turned off. Oh yeah, that is really weird. Usually the comments are just pouring in. Yeah. Who's watching that? Where's Can the you check crew? Our... What? So where's the crew? Yeah, someone say something in the comments. What the fuck is going on? Oh, do I have comments turned off? Is this show public? Yeah, are it's live? Be public because there's I could see the count here. Unless those are people just logging on and we're not public. Yeah, someone would have made a comment by now. Something. Oh, there, there are tons of comments. Something what? is. Yeah, I'm pulling it up on my YouTube, and there's a bunch of people commenting. Something Why is. Can we see it. Something is amiss. Um, Hello, oh, I'm from Fresno. Nora Matosi. No, 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 that's a Look, Facebook same, one. Oh, that is. That's our only Facebook listener. Same last name as me. I wonder if she's related to me. Nah, doubt it. <laughs> uh, oh shit 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 here we go did you is Thank it set you. as like unlisted or something no but i just realized i forgot to invite the guest on that i didn't tell you about hold on here we go wait there's a surprise um, guest oh i didn't get anything email okay um i just got nervous when he said that my palms got sweaty <laughs> so there's a friend of mine that i met many years ago who is in ottawa and I asked him if he if I could ask him some questions about what's going on there. You guys want me to his name's Jay Nara. Should we have him on? Yeah. And then I want to yeah, talk to you about comments in the YouTube. Okay. Email sent. Okay, so I can't see the comments tonight. Oh, there they are. Oh. Oh. Oh yeah, that's did weird. You, did you do something? Why yeah, I changed it. It when I looked at the YouTube settings and I changed it. It was listed as private. Oh, so shit, really? I just, so I just changed it to public. And now, here they are. Oh, shit, that means all the people who originally logged into the show were just oh, wow. there from the email that went out. That's crazy. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's, that's kind of cool, actually. Oh, so you guys missed all my shit about the, the spot? I guess they'll hear it in the recording. No, because somebody said, like, the co- they were watching. Coffee is free. That's a dildo. <laughs> Wait, where is there a dildo? <laughs> it's the the bottle breacher, I think. Oh. <laughs> oh, it could be. It looks like something. <laughs> Dick butter. <laughs> God. I got people to start blaming me. Get it together. <laughs> thanks, thanks, David. Hey, the, 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 uh, it, it's crazy that it, it's crazy. I've, I've been thinking more about that noble thing. It's crazy that people think that they owe the athletes money. Like I was thinking about what would I do if I was an athlete and they were selling a shirt with my, first of all, not all the athletes. Like, I think some of those athletes who are complaining, they don't even make a shirt with your name on it. So you wouldn't even make a dollar. So shut the so fuck you saw up. my comment. I was pissed. I was furious. And it, it, it's like the people who complain about the people who fly in first class, you, you know, they're subsidizing the flight, right? You, you you know those tickets are, are just stupid expensive and they're subsidizing the flight for you fuckers back in coach. And, and I just think they, they don't they think that 
they don't realize that Noble put, puts on this enormous risk to do this, to print out the shirts, to put up money. So if you wanted money from those shirts, why wouldn't you like maybe contact the people at Noble and be like, hey, just offer up some value to it. Be like, hey, I'm going to be at the games and I saw you're doing a shirt with my name on it. Let me know if you want me to come to your booth and sign some shirts for free. I really appreciate the work you guys are doing supporting the sport. Have you thought about that? I mean, you guys are such whiny bitches. <laughs> It's crazy. It's it, seriously, you're as dumb as you are fit. Some of you, I, I really mean that with like with all sincerity, your show. Thank you. It is my show. And from the dark, we have Jay Nera. What's, What's up going on, guys? How are you? I'm pretty good. Can you guys hear me? Okay. We can. Yeah, we can. We can barely see you. Are you a white man or a black man? <laughs> uh, neither. Yeah, you don't have to answer that. All right. Well, shit. How am I supposed to judge you then? Um, uh, you are in. What did they turn the power off in Canada? Sorry, I'm uh, driving in my truck. I don't have very good lighting in here. <laughs> it's perfect, doesn't that? Even better, mysterious. Um, I know there is a, uh, a professional YouTuber. He used to be a professional arm wrestler. Now he's a professional YouTuber called Devin Lorette. And uh, I was in Canada filming with Devin wow, 10 years ago for the CrossFit Journal. And I met Jay Nera. He was a um, power lifter uh, who was working out in, this, in the same you know dungeon that Devin was working in. And uh, it was actually Jay was the first person ever to um, show me a one of those weightlifting suits, weightlifting shirt. And then also he's the first man I ever saw from a standing jump, uh, uh, jump onto the roof of a car from without running. I actually have never seen anyone running do it, but he did it standing there. And now he's my source for information coming out of Canada. How's that for an introduction? <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Yeah, Jay, what's Devin your, yesterday. what's your Instagram so we can put it on the, um, on your net where your name is. So I have three, <laughs> three Instagrams because they all get shadow banned. So I kind of juggle through them all. My main okay. one is uh, Jay Neezy, J-A-Y-N-E-E-Z-Y-2100-2100. That's my main account. But you got to type every single letter to the very end just for that to show on Instagram. Uh, my other one is J underscore Nira underscore 3.0. That's my oh, backup. Yeah, okay. That's the one I see. Okay. Okay. And then uh, that's the one I use the least. And then there's okay. my uh, my political page, which is uh, PPC underscore strong underscore and underscore free. PPC strong and free. And you ran for office in Canada. Yeah, I, run for, I ran for a member of parliament in the last federal elections. Was that hard? Was that scary? Um. Not really in the sense where I'm a pretty good public speaker. I've done a lot of public speaking my whole life. So I'm very comfortable getting in front of crowds and I'm actually pretty good at riling them up. Um, the hard part was the going door to door in the most liberal city in what I think all of North America, probably. Uh, I've had, a, I've had a lot of people in the same, in the same hour, I had some people call me a POC, a token POC for the people's party of Canada and a racist. Wow. <laughs> Depends on the door I knocked on. It, so, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, what happened? What happened? Um, what, did, did, so, so did the, did the, did the Democrats change as a party or 
did my perspective change? What's happened? I'm 49 years old. What, what, when I was, when I was growing up, they were the tree hugging, peace loving support, poor people. And now they're, now they're the lying racist party. Like what the fuck happened? Or were they always that? And I wasn't aware, like I had been indoctrinated. I was brainwashed. They've they've always been like that. It's how far they push the Overton window. You guys familiar with that term? No, sir. So the Overton window is kind of like, um, what is acceptable within a society to discuss what political opinions and subjects are acceptable? There's, there's a very small window of what's acceptable. And then what you do is, so if we're talking about the United States, because you guys, you guys are there, it makes more sense, is we can talk about like Alexandria Ocasio. She's an actress who's put in there to push the Overton window. She says the craziest stuff that no one would ever even think about saying, right? She's, she's, Full globalist Marxist, like crazy stuff, like universal basic income. Like she makes Bernie look soft. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, and she's racist to the core. She gets away with some saying some of the most racist shit I've ever heard. Fucking come out. Yeah. Well, same with Biden. I can't believe what Biden gets away with. Uh, Trump uh, the the whole last few years. Okay. Sorry. Overton window. Okay. Sorry. So so you have someone, and what they do is they they say the most extreme stuff. So they pull that that window wide open. And then what they accept is just is less than that. But now the, the conversation got pulled that way. Yeah. They're not afraid to. And then what they do is on the other side, they, they cancel, they demonize everyone who's trying to push other conversations for say like more conservative things like in Canada right now, everyone who is like a freedom lover is somehow called anti-vaxxer. And everyone who's an yes, anti-vaxxer is considered a misogynist or a racist, according to our prime minister. Mm-hmm. That's insane. So now what happens is if you're trying to have a freedom conversation, because so many people do not critically think for themselves, that labeling, that grouping of labels and representation of people gets put in there. So if someone says, hey, I'm a, I love freedom, I'm kind of against these lockdowns. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, you're an anti-vaxxer, and it goes as far as calling them a flat earther. Just like, and it works the other way. Like, if someone says a real liberal, I'm thinking like a really overweight, pale person with tons of facial piercings and green hair. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We do that. Yeah. Like, both of us do that. We group people. We have this, our minds have this tendency to, to be very tribal and to make other, to place other people into boxes as well. Yeah, um, and, and another thing, the when I think of the right, I think of all the women as having fake tits and tons of Botox in their face <laughs> and being fake as fuck. Yeah. You're right. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. goes both ways, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah. Fuck, man, it's fascinating. Um, it, the, it, it's like this whole, this whole thing spe- specifically around race and this thing, the, the critical race theory and things like affirmative action. I would be so much more happy if they just said what it was. So like, if you're going to, like, I would just, we're going to have Jorge Ventura on, uh, tomorrow night. He was supposed to be on tonight. And one of the things he was doing is he, in this, uh, documentary he made, it's called indoctrination nation. And one of the things that they did in there was there's a high school in uh, Fairfax, Fairfax County, Virginia, and it's called Thomas Jefferson High School. And it was the um, best high school in the United States, best high school in the United States, public high school. And it was 70 percent Asian. So that what they say is, is that they're going to change the requirements to get in because they wanted less Asians in there. And I I just wish that they would just admit it. Hey, we're going to do some racist shit. 
Like, yeah. don't couch it as something else. Just be on. Hey, we're going to do some racist shit and block people for their race. Instead, they're like, those Asian people are now white. They started calling them white Asians. It's like, dude, like the, the, the word fuckery that we're dealing with in the line is nuts. It's same with the January 6th thing. The January, like relative, we, we had one town called Ferguson where they did $700 million worth of damage with fire and all sorts of crazy shit. We had a bunch of dudes storm our capital that's like no big deal at all that could have easily have been stopped that did $30 million damage, and it's called an insurrection. Like like somehow if they would have got the capital, they'd still be running the country. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like – it's fucking nuts. They yeah. show the dudes in there sitting on the floor talking on the cell phones with their wives, like talking to the security guard. He's like, dude, you guys got to go. Yeah, excuse, excuse me, guys. This is this is a sacred place. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you guys need medical? You're good? Okay, just checking. Oh, man. More people are like, – like 30 times more people are killed every weekend in Chicago than were killed at, at, at that Capitol riot. It's nuts. It's nuts. And then, and then, and then, and then, when you look up the transcript and you say you look and it says Trump says to pe- uh, march peacefully, the response is like, "Well, we know what he meant." <laughs> like, you do? Okay. So, what well, is is this thing? Is this this thing in Ottawa? Uh, the, those of us in the United States are getting pretty excited, um, and, and we're seeing like the same playbook that we see here in the United States. Anytime anyone stands up for their freedoms, they're calling them white supremacists. They're saying all this crazy crazy shit um what is going on there and how close are you to it and have you seen it uh so i I just came from there that's why i'm in my truck uh from the city of ottawa from the city of ottawa i I was there i've been there i've been there friday night so the pre kind of just when some of them were rolling in i was there all day saturday and then i just went back tonight to see what's going on and there's still tons of people there there's tons of trucks um they have been barricaded out of the city. So there are a lot of convoys sitting in the outskirts of the city. There are like one of our parkways is just filled with trucks, but it's far from downtown. And I wouldn't even say far. It's still, it's just another like seven or eight minutes from downtown. They blocked some bridges from one of our, uh, from Quebec, one of the provinces. So people couldn't get in. So there's a lot of trucks that are nearby, like thousands and thousands and thousands of them, but they can't get downtown. And then downtown, what they've done is they, they've taken a lot of big snowplow uh, trucks and well, like construction vehicles, more like it. And uh, they've blocked many of the streets. So it's not nearly as it's not nearly as packed with trucks as it could be. It's kind of funny. They block the streets to block the people from blocking the streets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's funny. Yeah. We'll block it first. We'll block it first. <laughs> um, is it, have you seen any violence? I haven't seen any. We've seen we've seen like one. There's one picture of the agent provocateur going around with a Confederate flag. I did see that guy. So, that too, yeah. yeah, and then we saw another one with a Nazi flag, uh-huh. um, which was kind of weird because it was on the same pole as a "Don't Tread on Me" flag, uh-huh. which like. That doesn't like you know what I mean, guys. Like, yeah, yeah, that just doesn't make so sense. Two very opposite ideas. Yeah, so so that was kind of weird, but um, we've seen that. And then I actually got a message about ten minutes ago that there's a situation that looks like it might light up in one part of downtown, uh, where there's a lot of what seems to be fake protesters and agent provocateurs. And I got a lot of pictures of all the cops starting to surround the place. So maybe something's going to happen. A couple of my friends are going to check it out right now. Um, 
So I'll probably find out more on that in a little bit. What what is the like if someone were to ask me and I'm and I'm open to being told I'm totally wrong. If someone asked me like what's going on in this country, I would say I would say that half the well let me th- let me throw this in there. We, we oh hold on it's my it's my it's my wife. Hi. Hi. Can you turn the printer on? I forgot I forgot to print my notes and then I'll print them from here. Just turn the printer on and, and I'll print my notes in a minute. I mean, I have them here okay. digitally. I just would like them on paper. Okay. Thank you. And 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 look beautiful when I'm Am done I with the pod. Look beautiful when I'm done with the podcast. So when I come in there, I'm aroused. Please, thank you. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay. So, um, uh, we're, we weren't live, were we? No, you're good. Uh, so, no, no. so so we had a we had a guy on from Canada the other day. And he basically said that 92% of your country is vaccinated, but that 50% of the people basically don't want it to be mandated and the other 50% do. And so that basically 40% of the people who are vaccinated or 50%, whatever the numbers are, realize that like they got it for themselves. They, he, he also said some other stuff that just wasn't true, but that's fine. And that's fine. In, in our country, we've known since the beginning that um, Dr. Fauci and the WHO said, best case scenario, this thing um, stops you from dying and um, stop spread, but we're pretty sure it doesn't stop spread. And but but it can maybe mitigate death. And and they've been I feel like they've been honest about it the whole time, but just people just haven't been listening, right? I mean, s- somewhat honest. And that's what's crazy. That, that like people are shocked that like that they took the the shot and that they're still getting it. Like they've known that all along. And that's why some concepts like herd immunity and whatnot were impossible. And so. If I, if I, what we're going through in this country is we're going through a massive coercion, um, coercion. It's not quite as bad as what I'm seeing in your country. What I'm seeing in your country is I, I'm pretty sure I saw your president say that if you're not, if you don't get the injection, it, it's racist people who aren't getting the injection. Did, did you hear him say that? That Trudeau dude? Yeah, he, he went on it. It was in, in Quebec. So it was in French. So maybe he thought he could get away with it with the rest of Canada, but he pretty much said that the unvaxxed are the problem and that they are primarily racist and misogynists. And then at the end of like his little rant, he says something along the lines of, uh, we have to consider whether or not we should tolerate these people. Yeah. And then I heard that uh, I saw some, some other video where they're teaching kids in Canada, that people who aren't vaccinated should go to jail. Yes. Yeah, and that so and some people looked into that and the kids who were saying that were actors and actresses. Wow, listen, look at this. He wow. Oh then he what a nasty crew of those anti-vaxxers out of mercy, I presume. The righteous Justin Trudeau didn't throw in the rest of the story that most anti-vaxxers have a big unsightly lumps on the back of their heads using kittens as doorstops and gas don't recycle. Should we tolerate them? He asked. Holy shit. Holy shit. Hey, is he, does he know that he's, he's a bad person? And, and when you said AOC, they put her in as an actor. You think that like, you, like, I've never even thought of it like that. Oh, she's an actress. Yeah. She's, she's pretty much admitted, admitted that there's a, there's stuff, there's stuff out there. You can find it. That's not just wackadoodle conspiracy shit. No, no, there, there's stuff out there where she, she, I can't remember the wording she used. But she says like something along the lines when how she was chosen to do this to act her part. She she says it. I've seen the videos before. 
Um, sounds cra- sounds crazy, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it no, sounds it's, fucking it's nuts. Legit. It sounds nuts. And does this guy know? Does this guy Trudeau know that he's behaving like a fucking Nazi segregationist? I don't use that term lightly. Does he know that he's like these things, like how inflammatory they are, or does he think he's doing? You don't think he knows? Of course he does. I think Justin Trudeau is much smarter than people think he is, Uh, and he just plays a dummy very well. He plays like a dumb drama teacher very well. Uh, He he is. So I think one thing that a lot of people just need to acknowledge right off the bat is Justin Trudeau in September 2020 did say uh, this pandemic presents an opportunity for us to take advantage. Uh, Like, sorry, it's an opportunity for us to push the pre-pandemic agenda for 2030. Okay, so he's talking about the 2030 agenda. He says, let's use this pandemic. Our Minister of Finance, Finance, Krista Freeland, is one of the board members of the World Economic Forum who wrote the book, The Great Reset, and the book, The COVID Great Reset, and they do Davos, right? And they're responsible for Agenda 2030. So that's our our Minister of Finance. Um, So we have that. And then on on, uh, TV recently, not TV, but, you know, you can find a video of it that was released recently. It wasn't in our mainstream media is what I'm getting at. Klaus Schwab, the director of the World Economic Forum, recently said he's very proud of Justin Trudeau. And he was bragging about having more than half of his cabinet. Okay, so he has more than half of his cabinet on board. And then if you go to Canada.ca to our government website, you know, so if you type Canada.ca agenda 2030, then there's a PDF document, it's 45 pages, which is Canada's version of agenda 2030. So when people are looking at this whole thing with like this myopic view that this is about COVID. That alone is a big problem because COVID is just an introduction. It's just the first chapter of a long story, which is Agenda 2030, The Great Reset, Davos, Agenda 2050. And the thing is, like, people can say conspiracy theory all they want at this point, but it's 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 not covert. It's not overt. It's blatantly yeah. it's blatantly yeah. out there. It's yeah. in our Hidden faces. Plain view. Yeah. yeah, like so. For people to just not acknowledge it to me is pretty ridiculous. It's it's literally like sticking your head in the sand and ignoring it and like ignoring it, like as in like ignorant in the truest sense of ignoring as opposed to being nescient. It's like, scary. It's scary, Jay. Yeah. And C- Canada, scary. Canada is full, full of people who just are too uncomfortable to acknowledge that, you know what, maybe the government isn't this beautiful, wonderful entity that's there to do everything for me right they they literally there's so many people i've talked to like what do you mean our government is doing this to us right it doesn't even matter like name me a government that hasn't taken advantage of a crisis Uh, we 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 had a canadian on the other day and he and he said something that was such a red flag to me he goes well they're like parents that just went too far and i'm like oh god that the yeah they're like parents that went too far hey uh it's it's scary it's hard to acknowledge you're you're freaking me out now when you say it but i do realize it because i speak to people every day who look at the world through a paper towel roll and they just refuse to pull it down and see the big picture yeah and it's crazy because they as long as you you can tell yourself some crazy truths if you look at the world myoptically as you said yeah and i think I think part of the problem is I don't think people realize how much indoctrination 
we are all under, not like our kids, not us, even our parents, how much we have been indoctrinated. Like if I were to ask you right now, what is the purpose of the law? I don't know how well all you guys could answer that. And that's something Mm -hmm. we should all be able to answer. And because the majority of people can't answer that, what happens is everywhere we look is a perversion of the law. And the purpose yeah, what is of the, the law? What is the purpose of the law? It's funny you say that because I actually am starting to hear this conversation, and that makes me happy. I'm starting to hear the conversation of elected officials like re-emphasizing that they're public servants, that they're to serve us. Mm-hmm. Um, but what? But what is the purpose of the law? Yeah, let's take it all back. Like, let's strip away. Let's like say, should we even have a government, and why? So people are going to say, well, we need a government for laws because a government would be a monopoly of force, as opposed to having like competing governments competing police forces we say let's just have one okay so it's a monopoly of force is what you're doing when you're creating a government so why do we need this well we need it to enforce the law right that's that's why there has to be a monopoly of force it's to enforce laws <laughs> and why do so we that, need laws so that things are safe so that we're safe sorry go right ahead. exactly so why do we need laws well when people were thinking about you know forming governments why do we need laws they're not saying Oh, we need a law to create a policy so that people need licenses to sell alcohol. Like, no, that's not what anyone was thinking. It -hmm. was, we need a law so that, you know, Savan can't take all of Caleb's money. He can't walk over to his house, hold him at gunpoint and take all of his stuff. Right. Or that he can't just shoot him or that he can't hold him hostage and keep him from doing things or coerce him into making decisions he doesn't want to make. So what we're really talking about is, and it's in the American constitution is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and private property, those types of things, right? So your person, which is, you know, your physical being, your private property, things that you've created, you know, the fruits of your efforts and your pursuit of happiness. Okay. Those are the three things. And every single one of the, those things depends on the other, like your person, if I shoot your person, well, you can't enjoy your private property and you can't live, make the choices you would have made otherwise. Right. And if you have private property and a healthy body, a healthy person, but I coerce you from exercising your reason and making your own choices, being an individual, then you still don't have freedom. Right. So all of those things depend, it's, they depend on one another and what those really are. And this is where it starts getting interesting. And this is like me bringing out my own touch philosophically is please that's, that's your past, present, and future. Your past is your private property. Your present is your person and your future is your pursuit of happiness. Oh, I like that. Mm. So what you do with your, your, your person, the things like when you create something, that's your private property. Like, would you, would you spend a day or, you know, a year to build your own house? If you, and then you build the house and then someone just comes and takes it. Right. But you wouldn't have built the house in the first place. Right. And then what's the point in having this house or having your, your person, if you can't choose what to do with your own house, like let's say you wanted to put a basketball net for your kids in front and so that everyone's like, no, you can't. It's like, well, it's my house, mm-hmm. you know, like, so it's, it's protecting all three of those things is the purpose of the government. And a lot of people just, Never like this is the thing we should have been taught in like maybe grade four, grade five. Yes. But we weren't like, I didn't even learn this until maybe like six or seven years ago when I started reading uh, Friedrich, Frederick Bastiat. Okay. 
He's a uh, a French French philosopher, French economist. Sorry. Hey, it's it's really cool, by the way. This it's a, could be a whole nother episode that you put happy as the future because mm-hmm. happiness is really unattainable. What it is is it's a byproduct of what you do in the present. And, 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 and anyway, I just really liked it how you put it out there like that. It, it is the ultimate carrot. I'm not saying you shouldn't pursue happiness, but you should pursue something in the present and then you will the, the byproduct will be happiness. And it also touches home with me, too, because the new leadership of CrossFit has put happiness as one of the goals of CrossFit. And it's fucking insane. It just shows like they've completely lost their way from when Greg Glassman just had metrics and science. And now it's gone to fucking woke wokeism. OK, sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to throw you off, Jay. It's all good. So, so yeah, so that, that's ultimately what the purpose of the law is. And those things, those three things, all you have to do to protect, like if the four of us live in our own village, all we have to do to support everyone else's like private property person in pursuit of happiness is leave the other person alone. Yeah. 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 And if you're not leaving, yes, exactly. Exactly. So there, so that's, that's what you call negative rights. Um, the law is so that I, when I'm working in the field, you don't come to my house and rape my wife. Exactly. Yeah. And, and take, yeah, take it, take everything I own. And yeah, it, 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 it's not to tell me that, um, uh, uh, how many horses I can keep on my property. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. And they, what they've done is, is they've expanded that definition of safety now, which is just fascinating me to force people to take drugs. When I was in college, I wrote this paper just for myself um and it was called the theory of everything and i had been i'd been reading i actually had gone to um to i had read a couple of stephen hawking's books and then i had actually gone to cambridge oxford wherever he was on uh an exchange not even exchange program i just went to the university of london for six months to go to school and i went to where hawking was i thought i was going to get to meet him but he was gone i actually went to his house and knocked on his door he lived on campus oxford or cambridge anyway and one of the premises of the theory of everything is that we live in a society where people want to add things to make things better, but we're, we're that's not the truth. The truth is is you we need to simplify things to get to get to to make our lives better. We need to we need to reduce things. I'm going to have trouble connecting these. Bear with me here. But basically, we have a society that thinks that like you can take pills, you can take vitamin C, you can take vitamin D, you can um, get your insulin, you can um, get fake titties put in. You could like they're 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 looking to just keep adding things, and and that's not that's not it, add laws, add laws, more laws, more laws, pile in more laws, and that is not where ha- that is not where this um this ideal life is. The ideal life is quite the opposite. It's to get rid of things. It's to stop eating cookies. It's to find happiness inside without getting a Botox injection. It's to accept what who you are and what you have. And it's just this – it's going in this complete opposite direction. And and it's uh, – and, 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 and it's going too far. Well, it's like what was the term you used that AOC is doing? What did you, you call it? Oh, pushing the Overton window. Yeah, the Overton window. But it's scary. You're what you're saying is is that's the plan. The plan is to push things too far, to to push out thirty feet and then and then um and then come back just ten feet and they still got twenty feet on us. Yeah. That well yeah, and what what you're actually describing is a Hegelian dialectic as well, right? Yes, yes, the Hegel- right? Hegelian Hegelian yes, yes, the Hegelian. Yeah, you got a problem and then you provide a solution and the solution is just yeah. completely out there. 
So then you find a synthesis between the two and then people accept it. But what they accepted is something that they never would have accepted before the crisis and the ridiculous solution were proposed. Yeah, it's. Um, I heard someone from the U. I think it was from the UK say, "Well, at least things are good now. At least now we can go outside." I'm like, "What? <laughs> yeah. What? That's how that works." Yep. They and injected I, all your children with a fucking experimental drug, and you're saying at least we can go outside. Yep. I saw. I saw. I was at. I was at the beach today, and I saw a child who you, who you was a dear friend of my son. He was a boy. He, we were at the beach and the boy walks up and he's with his mom and his sister and the mom and sister aren't masked and the boy is masked. He's six months <laughs> older than my son. He's seven and a half. And usually when the boy would see my son, he would get so excited. And he was like a zombie. And I tried to say hi to him. He wouldn't make eye contact with me. His mom, it was fucking bizarre. And I'm like, I'm the whole time thinking, oh my God, did the mask, wearing a mask for the last two years ruin this boy? My son's trying to talk to him. The kid won't say hi. He's all jacked up. Sad. <sighs> Jay, from your wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Stephanie, Christina, Savon, <laughs> Savon, you just said Craig Ritchie is living the dream because his girlfriend just got fake boobs. Disgusting. Yeah, that may have been facetious. <laughs> I want to say congratulations to Craig Ritchie, by the way. I think he got, he just won. He, uh, he's, I just keep seeing he's a British champion. I don't know what he did. It's Olympic weightlifting. Okay. I promise you Jay Vera can power snatch and press more than whatever he fucking uh, <laughs> whatever. And if you don't believe me, go to his go to his Instagram. Did I, I called you Jay Vera. I know a Jay Vera. Jay Nera. Nera. Jay, from yeah. your from your perspective, who does the what who does the great reset benefit the most? Like it's not like a it's not one group of people, and it kind of depends how far down the rabbit holes you go. Uh, if I were to say how far down the rabbit holes I am. You guys would think I'm absolutely insane. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to keep away from it, but we'll just say like, uh, there's a very but they're large, just people, right? Jay, they're just people, just a very large group of people who already have a lot of control and want to maintain control. And one of the things on their agenda is also to depopulate society. Uh, I'll just say, but they're just, just people. They're just people. What do you mean? Like, like, like so you, you say you're them. far down the rabbit hole. They're not, um, they're not aliens. They're, they're human beings like me and you. Define alien. All right. Are ex extraterrestrials or aliens? Uh, ex and what's um, extraterrestrial uh, being extra territories? No, but I mean, are they <laughs> like, there's the Taoist saying there are no demons here. It's just people. Yeah. I, I, I assume they're people, but at okay. this point, <laughs> at this point, I'm open to a lot of crazy things. Okay, right, um, right, right. But uh, but I'll just I'll just leave it at it. If we were to say it, I'll just say all of the interests that are there with Vanguard and BlackRock is the great place for people to start. And then if they go further down the rabbit holes from there, that's up to them. Right. But Vanguard and BlackRock have pretty much this whole world under control right now. And yeah, the families, I, got, I got all my I got all my money in Vanguard. <laughs> you will yeah. own nothing and like it and yeah. be happy. Yeah. Is that a, I've, I've heard that you'll own nothing and be happy. Yeah. That's part of the great reset, which is just global communism, global Marxism. When you think about it. Well, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, exactly. So, and, so, and is, B, is BLM all part of that too? They are a, I wouldn't say they necessarily agree with it. They're just kind of like a, an arm of it. They're like a, a tool. 
yeah, I think a tool is a better word. Antifa, BLM, they're just like little devices that they use to disrupt things to help them push narrative, which helps yeah. push the the bigger thing. Which is kind of what you're seeing in Canada, where they don't like a, a peaceful unity of people is the only thing that could really take this down. So if you implant a few of those tools, like you were saying, to cause disruption, it could oh. feed into the narrative that the media is sending out there. So then, therefore, people go, "Oh, see, the media was true. It is a bunch of racists. They are just out for destruction." Yeah. So, so what's happened right now is everywhere around the world, these massive uprisings are happening. But a lot of them are getting media blackouts, and some of them are even getting complete internet blackouts. Like Kazakhstan had an internet blackout. Uh, I think a little bit of Australia had an internet blackout for a little bit, some pockets. But uh, they just really didn't want to see what was happening. And the media just completely ignores a lot of the protests that are going on. Mm -hmm. Or they downplay them by like 90%. You know, oh, we have 500 people here when maybe like, you know, 10,000 showed up. So it's great. It's interesting what you're saying too. None of this is a secret. It's not like anyone can just go find this stuff. Like you can, you can, like when they said that, um, and, and this is actually one of the things that flipped the script on me when they started saying that Trump was a racist and they said a bunch of stuff about Mexicans. I'm like, really? And I started looking it up and, and I realized, no, actually he didn't say what they were saying. He said, and then when I saw that, then the Capitol riot thing, the in January six, that they made that they said that he told them to go storm the Capitol, and then I went and looked, and he said no, go peacefully. And I started just seeing lie after lie after lie, and I'm like, oh wow, like it doesn't even matter what the truth, like the truth is just right there in front of us. And then the Matt just said it too. Um, that was fantastic the way he said that, Matt. That they don't want peace. The only way to stop these people is through peaceful protest. Peaceful protest puts a stop to them, and, and and they don't want it. That's why they put in those bad actors. Hey, are they gonna are they gonna get Joe Rogan? I don't know. Everybody? I I don't even know. I don't even know how I feel about Joe Rogan. To be honest, I'm right. I'm I'm very deep into the like right. hybrid warfare kind of stuff. I'm I'm writing like the a psy- book. like the like the psyop shit. Yeah, I'm actually writing a book called Determination of Truth, which. I'm about 70,000 words into now and I cover a lot of like, you know, social engineering and psychological considerations for this. And, uh, I, I'm very, I think that these people have been planning these things for a very long time and they're much more strategic and much more ubiquitous than we think. Um, and there are certain people that they tell to voice up at certain times to try to maintain credibility. I mean, Joe Rogan wasn't saying stuff a year ago when a lot no. of crazy stuff was happening. Right. So, right. Right. I mean, he was a Bernie guy. Yeah. So he endorsed Bernie. Yeah. So my rule right now, like one thing that I've been like tweeting and posting a lot is anyone who hasn't spoken up all year, but has been speaking up within the last two months, really take a look at and don't trust. Don't trust them. Wow. Don't trust them at all. Wow. Like, yeah. We have a Canadian politician right now who's, He's a conservative and he's yelling about freedom, this, that, and the other ever since a trucker convoy got big. And uh, he's been silent about freedom for the last two years. Like we've had, like my mom was a nurse and she got fired because she didn't want to take the jab. Yeah. But Jay, we were talking about a, people have to eventually, what was the original thing we called the wind, Winderton? What was that called? Overton window. Overton window. 
the the Overton window. The, the, there are people that are going to flip the script when you push too far, right? Like for instance, like I might have not been talking up since day. Like I may have just gone along with this, except that I could never put a mask on my kids. So from day one, I'm like, fuck you, I ain't doing that. But the, the uh, what about people like you and I were speaking about a mutual friend today that we've seen finally come out and and be vocal. Um, what if? Why just the last two months? Doesn't that make it so we're not giving room to people to to wake up? Yeah, I was more specifically talking about people who are authority figures and okay. leader and leaders in society. Okay. I understand that some people have to put like food on the table and you know they're trying to do other things, but I'm talking about politicians, uh, like major CEOs of corporations, people people whose impact can't like whose words are so impactful that for them to be silent is very, very, I I can't even think of the word, just suspect. Mm. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, I think, uh, there was a, there was definitely a time when I was like, wow, Rogan knows, like he has to know, like he was, he was dancing around the idea that he knew that only unhealthy people were dying from this, that basically we were seeing a chronic disease tsunami and that it was a complete, it was a complete betrayal of himself and denial to be like, to not see that. I mean, it was so fucking, it's been so obvious since day one, so obvious. And then all of a sudden he flipped the script and he was like, he started saying, yeah. And then he said that the, the young men shouldn't take the vaccine. And, and it's like, I, I just saw him walking it back. It's been, it's been more than two months. And the same with Russell Brand. I saw him flip the script. And, and the reason why I kind of, I, and I hear you, I'm open to the fact that, that maybe they're actors, but, and I appreciate you being patient with me. I know that you're showing a lot of restraint that you've thought a lot of stuff through already. Um, is that, um, it's, it's hard to make the shift. Like I was, I consider myself a, a very awake person. And yet, um, you know, I, I, I was raised to be a Democrat. Right. And I didn't realize when you live, when you live in a world of duality, it, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to like, you know, and now a lot of people are like, hey, Sevon, be careful just because you're dumping the Democrats. Don't jump over to the Republicans. And that's kind of yeah. like what you're saying. Like, hey, be careful. It's a game. So the whole thing is. The, the whole thing is, is a whole. Don't see it as parts. That's what they well, want. Yeah. 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 One of the things I've heard was like they say, hey, there's a Democrat. Listen to this guy. Hey, there's a conservative. Listen to this guy. I'm on this side. I'm on this side. And then somebody stops and goes, wait, who's that guy in the middle? Controlling yeah. both the puppets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think something too is like some people, it's also a question of like what they think of the media, their perception of the media. And I think it was Mark Twain had a quote along the lines of like, when you're thinking the same thing as the majority, it's time to stop, you know, take a step back and really, really think some more. Cause it means you're probably not thinking. So uh, I think that that comes naturally to some people. Like there's some people like, I don't like authority. I've, 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 never really had a job other than teaching English in Japan. Like I've not answered to anyone. I've always been self-employed and it's because I, I have trouble with authority. Like if I don't, if I don't think you're smarter than me or going to make me better, I have a hard time listening. Right. I'll, I'll question. I'll say why, why, why? And a lot of people don't like that. So I think some people have that innately and some people don't. And the people that don't have that innately Sometimes they need something big to happen. So I can, I can see where you're coming from. Maybe Rogan kind of needed, but I mean, how much, how many hundreds of millions of dollars is that guy making? Like 
what there's a, there's gotta be a certain point. I'm not, I don't know if I can swear on here. So the F you money. Yeah. You comes, can, you can swear all you want. Yeah. But I mean, like he's had fuck you money for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not like he needed to pander to Spotify or whatever. Right. You know, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to say this cause I think it's true and I'm not here to be a liar. I'm not here to be a puppet. So he could have done that a long time ago. So I just don't know either, either he is a puppet or he's, or he's a coward. He's trying to play safe. I don't know. I just know that the information, like, as we're all saying, it's not new. I mean, like, we know that the, the four comorbid- comorbidities thing has been out there for well over 14, 16 months now. Right? Joe has just started to see the BS and is starting to speak up just like Sevon. Uh, I'm not just starting to speak up. I, I've been speaking up for two years. I, I never, I never, ever fell for it. I want to be super duper clear. My wife was like, well, you believed it for a second. No, I never believed it for a second because I can do third grade math. Never. I knew it was the comical. Joe's just started to see the BS and is starting to speak up just like seven and many others. I hate to say it, but this guy sounds like he still thinks Trump is secretly pres- president. What, what, he hasn't said anything about Trump. What, what, what is this guy? <laughs> what the fuck? How did he, that guy make that leap? You sound like you're smoking crack. He never. I hate to say it, but this guy sounds like. Does anyone think Trump is still president? Is that Jay? Do you think Trump is still president? It's actually funny that he says that because it's quite the opposite. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about like I'm, I'm slowly kind of talking about things like controlled opposition and such mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. I would actually venture to say that you know, just like we're saying, you know, two wings of the same bird, while well, Trump's just another wing of the same bird. Yep. What ethnicity are you? Yeah, uh, my father's Filipino, my mother's native and Irish. Uh, native meaning in, native to Canadian. Those are what we call Eskimos. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, uh, no, Iroquois, Mohawk, and Métis. Oh. Oh. So uh, Métis like French Canadian mixed. Why'd you guys laugh? Are you not? Is Eskimos like no? You can't say that word anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It, uh, yeah, it just sounds funny. I don't know. Eskimos are the guys who are really far north. I just figured, uh, like, if you live like below the border, you're Indian, feather not dot, and then if you lived above that imaginary <laughs> line, you were Eskimo. That's just how I saw it. No, I'm at, uh, Eskimos are more like even further you know, north. Yeah, yeah, they're All way right. up there. All right, fine. I'm um, so, you're you're big. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not as big as I'm not as big as I used to be, but yeah, I was sitting it, around. Um, like what oh, has power, how are you? How are you? But you're tall too. Like, like you're a big man. Like what? T- tell me what you are. Irish, not big. Yeah, you're you're giant. God, you have uh, amazing burpees too. By the way, I love your burpees. You're so explosive off the ground. That's all I do now is tons of burpees. Really? Yeah, that's uh, that was uh, five eighty five for a set of ten with no belt. That what you were showing. Damn, with steel plates, it looked like. Uh, I had one big bumper in the middle so i could oh. drop so i could drop it if i needed to yeah i like that steel plates it's kind of like fuck you yeah 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 these are isn't that oh yeah this is a beautiful video too i showed my son this he got all excited this I, is I, old right yeah it's old i do these all the time big fan of burpees now well triple pump burpees yeah do, doing with single push-up burpees are just too exhausting for me <laughs> did, did, um have you had covid yet I don't know. It's a funny question because I really don't know. There's four, three or four instances where I might have had it. Uh, one of my doctors thinks I had it 
uh, January, 2020, right before it hit. Cause I had a really nasty cough that wouldn't go away. It's having trouble breathing. And he eventually gave me a Zithromax or Zithromycin. And then it finally started to get better. And, uh, it passed through tons of people in my family. Yeah. And, um, and for everyone, it didn't help until we got the Zithromax. Uh, the guy who gave it to me, you know, he had it, his girlfriend had it, his girlfriend's roommate had it and everyone, it didn't help till the, till the Zithromax. So we're not sure if it was a lung infection or if it was COVID, we didn't lose, none of us lost uh, taste and smell. And then I've had a really bad cough again the next Christmas. And then in April last year, I had a cough with a little bit of an achy body and I lost my sense of smell and taste for about two weeks. But I felt fine. Like the achiness went away. You did. You did lose your. Um. You did lose your taste and smell. Yeah, it was hilarious. I was like spraying cologne. Like, did you lose a shitload of weight? Did you lose a shitload of weight? No, I just didn't work out for a couple days. My wife lost her taste and um, smell, and and she said like it was great. She just didn't want to eat anymore. And I thought, wow, that should be the fucking diet pill. You (laughs) eat a pill that fucking makes your smell and taste go away for a week and you just don't want to eat <laughs> it works yeah fuck uh, I was, someone should come hey if someone runs with that idea pfizer runs with that idea can i get just yeah, one percent of one percent please i just think that, that that would be brilliant um have you seen have you seen the video that scott atlas just put up no do you know who that is he's one of the uh doctors that trump liked i believe right yeah, but didn't listen to Trump. Didn't listen to him. Okay, and, and he just put he just uh, did a lecture at a, at a college recently. He's he he's amazing. Um, could you pull that up, Caleb, for a second? Just type in Scott Atlas videos and look for the one that was published on January eighth. Ah, that one. There it is, Hillsdale College. If you get it's um uh SARS two pandemic will truth prevail. There's some facet. It's all numbers. It's just a giant hour and thirty minutes of numbers. I'm sure you'll love it, but it's a great video. I highly, highly recommend it for anyone on, on either side. He's just laying out the whole, um, the numbers game. And, and, and one of the things in there that really stood out to me. So I had heard before that you could take a, you could give a college students a critical thinking exam and then give it to them four years later. And the only major where people's critical thinking has increased is economics which makes sense because economists are really, really um, in pursuit of the truth, right? Because they're trying to, is there an animal trying to get in your car? I was just rolling down the windows because oh. it's getting warm. Um, uh, sound like Cujo is outside, um, <laughs> which, which makes sense because economists, economists are always looking for the truth, right? Like they know which tires are the best for the car that lead to the lowest insurance rates that lead to the fewest deaths. I mean, they, they're just trying to make more money. They, they know that people who eat apples instead of Twinkies, they, they have the, the monetary proof by looking at their insurance policies that it's healthier, that the apple's healthier. You don't need any more science than that. The people who eat like this food use less health insurance. So. Um, one of the things he says in there, Scott Atlas says in this lecture, in this in this lecture that I just show you the video, he says that economists know that the quickest way to hurt a population and increase the death toll is to put them under um, uh, monetary distress. 
So anytime you close down businesses, people start dying. Anytime you do anything to hurt a community as a whole through economics, like reduce the amount of money that they have, more people will start to die, which makes perfect sense, right? Stress levels skyrocket. People don't have access to better shit. They buy cheaper shit, eat worse. And I just thought that that was fascinating. And he basically says there's no amount of deaths. And he shows the numbers and explains it basically from COVID that would ever match the 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 deaths that will be caused by the economic disaster. And and the lecture just goes on and on. Basically, no kids have died and just all that shit, right? Yeah. I, I, so I actually took – that's what I took in school was economics. Ah. And, uh, yeah, economics. Point yeah, economics and psychology. So happiness and flourishing and flourishing and production, like flourishing production kind of being the same thing. But they go hand in hand. And just like you're saying, all metrics move in that direction. And, uh, yeah, that's you're, you're absolutely bang on with that. Another another thing he says, which is so obvious to, to me, um, and I walk and I walk the walk. I don't wear a mask. I don't I don't wash my hands any more than I ever did. I don't fucking believe in in the injection. I don't do I don't do I take zero precautions. Um, and I come on here on my podcast and I post on my Instagram. But but the truth is is that I can afford to do it. The truth is that I can afford to say fuck you. And, and I realize a lot of people can't say fuck you. And this, 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 this last two years is only hurting poor people. Those of us who have – not that I have a lot of money, but those of us who have an income coming in from things like a rental property, a website where people buy coffee, none of those people are hurting. None of yeah. those – and so none of those people um, have a – none of those people have an incentive to stand up. Mine's just – I'll call it like it is. I have a fucking outstanding moral integrity and I have no choice but to stand up because I have three boys. Yeah. And and the thing is, but most well, people in my position would never fucking stand up. This thing fucking doesn't affect me. Yeah. I'm living the dream. And in Sorry, Canada, in Canada, so he increased the money supply by close to 20% in 2020, mm-hmm. which is like crazy, like one fifth. Right. So let's but, and so- how do they do that? Just print a shitload of money. Pretty much, like they just create all these programs and policies to help to help everyone out. Like, will help help basically to create dependent people because uh, they're they're telling you don't have to work, but we'll pay you. You can close your businesses, but we'll help subsidize some things. But you have to listen to what we say and do what we say in the future if you want to keep getting this help. But they printed all this money, and a lot of the time when you print all this money and you give it to people, the people who spend it first get that dollar value at the current purchasing power. But then as that money circulates in society, then the money supply, it get it, the true money supply starts to show. So I'll try and like make it like really like basic, but let's say you have like a single commodity economy and it's like apples or something, the apples, let's just use apples. You have a hundred apples and a hundred dollars. Okay. So right there, a hundred, a hundred, one dollar an apple. The idea with, you know, stimulating the economy is usually that, you know, let's say we put 20 more dollars into the economy and we give it to the people who are creating apples is it's going to help them use their unused capacity so that they can produce apples better. Or maybe you make oranges and then you have a two commodity society, but we'll stick with the one commodity. So now all of a sudden they found a better way or they had a factory that was sitting there that wasn't being used to make applesauce. And now they have a second factory. So now they're making twice as many apples, right? And now apples are going to cost 50 cents. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm with so you. So that's that's the stimulation. That's that's like when it's a good time to stimulate the economy. But what they've done across like the world pretty much is they do all this stuff. They print all this money to help all these people out, which injects more money into the into the system, which is diluting people's savings accounts because it's right. taking away the purchasing mm-hmm. power. Right. And then what they're doing is they're also at the same time telling all these people to close their businesses and to not work. So production and human flourishing go down. And there's more money. It's like the exact opposite. It's a nightmare for hyperinflation. If you're to keep doing it over and over, it, it, it's it's a very yeah, when, scary scenario. When, so so then, sorry, I'm just going to keep going. No, no, please. Are about, we in hyperinflation right now? No, but we're we're coming up on it. We we have high inflation in Canada. We're at like seven percent right now. I think. Um, I haven't looked in a couple of weeks because it just stresses me out. But. Um, but what I was getting at was the, you're talking about how this is mainly affecting poor people and not rich people or rich people are okay is with all this inflation and everything, all the prices of houses are skyrocketing. So people yeah. who have assets are making tons of money right now. I know people who sold their houses for tons of money and they moved to Florida. Yeah. They're laughing. And then they're like, well, we'll see what happens in Canada, but Right now, I'm making American money while I'm working in the States. And then when I go back to Canada, because the dollar is going to be worth so little the Amer- compared to the American dollar, I'm going to make another killing. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. so the people with tons of money are just absolutely crushing it right now. And that's one thing. We talked about people speaking up earlier, and I was talking about, you know, be careful who you listen to. Elon Musk. Elon Musk is starting to speak up right now. He wasn't speaking up when his... his uh, his wealth was grow like have you seen how much his wealth has grown yeah, yeah. i mean it, I he was the richest man in the world for a second right yeah he did his his wealth multiplied by like more than almost everyone else i'm not i'm not sure if he did more than everyone or top 3 at least i mean i think he was talking shit to our to the irs saying like basically like hey i'll sell off a chunk of tesla so i can pay even more taxes or he was doing some he was doing some smart ass shit yeah. smart alecky so sometimes I wonder about the things he's saying as well, but mm-hmm. who knows? What do you have a do you have a source that you trust? No, I, I believe in self curating your content and really focusing on your information processing, like really trying to hunker down on your you know your confirmation biases and uh, just really que- question everything. Basically, you can't trust anything. You can't, but, but I'll tell you one thing that seems to be consistent for me is everything, like literally everything that is in the media, like the mainstream media is either a lie or like, or a half truth. Well, what's crazy too, is it's like a transparent lie. Like there was a story that I was going to cover today on the show and it basically, it's a, it's a 26 year old man who, when he was 17, raped a girl, but then wasn't tried until he was 26 and now identifies with being a woman. And they and he was found guilty, and they're ascending him to a girl's juvenile facility. What? 
It's fucking insane. You can pull up the link, Caleb, if you want. But basically, so to, to explain it in short, this is a fucking dude who raped a fucking girl as a minor. He was 17 and she was like 10 years old or something. And it was 10 years ago. And he wasn't tried till 10 years later. But they still tried him as a juvenile because he did it when he was a juvenile. But he also switched genders. And we know gender is not real. It's imagination. It's in your imagination, right? So I'm not talking about switch sex, switch genders, switch imagination. And so since he identifies now as a woman, they've incarcerated him two years in a juvenile female facility, but he raped a woman. It's fucking nuts. And so it's like, but, but, but you have to like go to like the four articles before you figure that out. Cause the news is reporting that it's a woman because they don't want to offend him. Do you know what I mean? It's like That's the, crazy. The, the, the article, the first article says 26 year old woman goes to juvenile facility for raping a woman. I'm like, wait a second. This doesn't <laughs> fucking make sense. Those parts don't fit together, right? Yeah, they're not. So they're not even high. It's, it's crazy. It's like it's like what you're saying. Like every every rabbit hole that you've been down, you have you must also have to ask yourself, did they leave this here? So someone like me would go down it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How many rabbit holes are Russian made? Yeah. Mm. And, 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 and I, and I, I'm going to, I'm going to, when you say Russian made, I'm going to take it that there, you don't mean necessarily Russia. You mean that also as a metaphor, because now the, the Russian thing is just like, everyone's blaming the Russians just for everything. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like someone put it th- like the way to think about it is there is no information in the world that is not put out there with intention. Like everyone, when they're communicating, there's some sort of intention to why they're communicating, especially yeah. if it's not just some conversation between us where we're just screwing around like a bunch of guys having a couple beers. But if someone's publishing or creating a website to share information, there's 100% some sort of intention there. And yeah, we well, no I, I, I have intention. My intention is to make money from this YouTube channel so that I can put my put food on my table yeah. and to leverage my CrossFit um, fan base to to break out into other subjects like UFC and uh, Jay and politicians and authors. And uh, and then also I have the moral obligation because I have three boys and I, I want them to have a world where they can find um beautiful, strong, intelligent women and live happily ever after. So, I mean, that, so, so yeah, I have intention too. Yeah. So, yeah, um, so it, it, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, so with that intention is how much of it, of it is strategic. That's it is just, what's that mean? Well, like everyone has intention, but what is the intention? What is the end goal? So the strategic part is, what is the big picture and what are they trying to do? And then the intention is what is the intention of this piece? Like for example, so they're playing, so they're playing chess and I'm playing checkers. They yeah. have a, they're like, they have this, they already have all the, they, they already have everything I could possibly want, which is a little bit of security for their kids in, in, in a supply of food for my family, you know, in, in a, in a clean park. They have all of that times a thousand. They could build that for themselves in their own backyard. So they've gone out further is what you're saying yeah like it's like the intention is to kick you in the shin but the strategy yeah. the end goal is to punch you in the face right 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 or like the, the intention yes yeah the intention is to get people to accept being locked down wearing masks take a jab and accept a, pa- a show me your paper society but maybe the strategy is to have a mechanism in place where you can attach things like inoculations digital ids uh your ability to rent a social credit system, 
I'm trying to put gas in my car, and Elon wants to populate another planet because he'll he knows that no matter what, he'll always have enough money to put gas in his car. Yeah, yeah. he'll have enough assets. And what's yeah, and what's crazy too is is like that just shows the perspective. Uh, yeah, they can think out so they can think so far ahead. Their strategy can be so deep and so go project so far into the future because they have so much security in the presence. And, and yeah. I understand it's just a mindset. I'm, I'm not, I'm not playing the victim at all. I understand it's just a mindset. Anyone can get there. It's like Bezos is a uh, 10,000 year clock. Yeah, wow. It, it does change a little bit when you have kids. Does definitely does change a little bit when you have kids, you have kids, right? Jay. Yeah. I have a, a son. He's going to turn four soon. Yeah, that's right. Uh, is someone going to talk about uh, one last time? Please ask him if the convoy will work. Yes. Well, I go pee. Will the convoy work? Ten times. Work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so there's a lot of different ways to look at it. I think I don't want to sound too pessimistic in one way. So I want to start off by saying the best thing that the convoy has done is. Like, I don't, I don't know if the person asking the question, if you're from Canada, but he's Canada, Canada. Yeah, he's Canadian. He's from Canada. Okay. So as you know, we're a ton of like soft bitches. Uh, we're very, <laughs> we're very compliant. I'm from Ottawa. Ottawa is the most liberal uh, place in North America. I would say definitely in the country. Um, like when I was campaigning, I was having doors slammed in my face. Like I was treated like, let's just say I've always been a tough guy, but my skin is very thick now. Um, so Canada being very soft, being very compliant, there's a lot of people out there because the media spews such big numbers and makes us look like we are a fringe minority. The perceived reality of people who love freedom feels very small for most people. That's why it's important for all of us to have all these freedom rallies and to have like all these types of walks so that people can kind of meet each other and meet, meet and make community. So across Canada, we had no community, not really like maybe a little bit of the PPC when we were running in the federal elections, that community was starting, but we never had this strong sense of community. And now because of this trucker convoy all across the Canada, because all these trucks are coming from all across Canada, we've really seen how strong we've come together. It's the most, to me, it's one of the most romantic things I've seen mm -hmm. it like, like in my life, especially because, you know, being in Canada, it's just so incredible to see because it's not just all of the trucks driving by. Like my mom said, an hour and 40 minutes going by Prescott, an hour and 40 minutes, and they're going no slower than 80 kilometers an hour, probably 100 kilometers an hour. Wow. But an hour and 40 minutes of vehicles with flags. She's like, my arm was so sore. My hands felt like they were freezing off. I counted. I got past 1,000, and then I just gave up. Like she was counting vehicles. And I hear that, like, that is so crazy. That's like an awesome. hour, 40 minutes. My mom's not like lying. She's like, no, I timed it, you know? Right. So I hear that. And we think about all these other ones. Like I was at this one meeting and uh, like a community meeting. And this one guy's like, yeah, the guy who's staying doing the Manitoba. Uh, he's one of the organizers for the Manitoba convoy. Was talking about how one of these convoys as it was passing through Manitoba, it was stretched out. But as the front end was going into Ontario, the back end was still in Alberta. Wow. So it goes across the province. And he's like, wow. yeah, there's like breaks in it, but we're talking about them as a group. He's like, that's, that's how spread out it was. And I hear that. I'm like, this is insane. So 
the amount of Canadians that have come together and even just people waving at the, you know, waving at the bridges and such, watching all these people go by, we see the videos and there's hundreds and hundreds of them at almost every single overpass, even from small towns. The videos are just like, it's infectious. It's contagious to look at. Like you can't not feel that emotional hype. So that tribe of freedom loving people that, that wrong Ontario, that community is really coming together. And, uh, and I think that that is the most powerful thing right now, because as I was saying, this is agenda 2030, 2050, the great reset NWO, whichever one you want to call it. It's a big game, right? We've got to look at the big picture. We got to look at everything. And in that regard, this convoy has drawn the battle lines and helped us see how big we are. We are so much more than some little fringe, like, that is going to become a thing. You know, fringe minority is going to become a thing. I'm going to make a t-shirt. It's going to say fringe minority. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing to do right now. Like, yeah. so in that aspect, it's amazing. Now, do I think that it's going to do great in Ottawa? So far it looks ineffective to me because the police and putting these snowplow trucks and everything up, blocking certain streets so that they can't get in. A lot of like I, in a weird way, I was hoping more of Ottawa, Ottawa would be blocked up so that people could see what it's like to feel like you can't go out because we've been experiencing segregation where only the jabbed can go out and the unjabbed can't go out. So it would have been nice. It's like, Hey, taste some of your own medicine kind of thing, but we would have seen the supply chains going. And I, as weird as it sounds, I kind of wanted to see the supply chains go a little bit and maybe we still will because, you know, all of the intelligent people have packed up for a while, but you want hey. people to, you, you want people to see what's happened, right? You want mm-hmm. people to see the, the power that, you know, is going on so that we can pressure the government to make a decision, and maybe favor freedom again. What uh, do you, how do you respond to people like this? And it's so fascinating to me that someone would would think is is that a real comment yeah but they're not like does that person really think that yeah it's a trillion times and want want pics yes yeah please one or two pictures this sent out by the media versus millions of photos yeah you really think that did you hear the story about what happened to those guys within like I don't know, a couple minutes of the, that. I, I saw a video of it. those guys getting chased out. I saw yeah. a video of, at least yep. I saw a video of one guy getting chased out. Uh, uh, yep. d- dude, do you, Oh man, it's and so I, I think, amazing. I think that one people of the things, believe that. I think one yeah. of the things that people don't realize is like, I don't know the percentage, but a huge percentage of truckers are like Indian, Punjabi, Pakistani, yep. like yep. so many of our truckers are brown people. Yeah. So like when people say that, I'm of just course, like, it's hard no work. idea what you're saying. It's like, of course. You know. <laughs> I almost feel bad for him. It's almost like you just have to forgive them. You almost want to like see that comment and go, just, just come here, come here. It's okay. Yeah. We, we, we love you. We know that your thought level is very low and then you're up. Yeah. Sorry. How many Nazi pictures are enough? Dude, man. Dude. Come on. Oh man. Come on. Use that frontal lobe. Use that thing that is inside your head between your ears, please. Yeah, please. and I'm at, I'm really curious if the person who wrote that has ever looked at an, an Antifa flag. Right. Yeah. Those look awfully similar. <laughs> well, to look Nazi at flags. the thing is, is look at the name. 
look it's a, it's it's not even it's like a it's always a troll you know what and maybe that's the trap it's maybe we so just fell amazing. into the trap especially me seeing something like that and then almost getting an emotional response to it because you're kind of like what how could you think that and then that division creates which is exactly probably the intent of that comment and what the media is doing so it's i know almost so like you see Sorry, somebody with that. that Nazi flag, and if everybody in Canada that was in that thing just immediately took a knee to single that one person out, that would probably be the most effective way because then everybody could be like, look, there they are. Don't fall for it. It's 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 like this. We have this stat like last in 2021, like police officers shot 12 unarmed um, black men, if you want to look at that stat. And yet – and for some reason, police officers are bad because of that. When – when you when you put it in relativity, that that stat is so small that it's statistical noise. It may not even have happened because you have to look at the sheer number of fucking killings in the United States every single fucking day that are fucking black on black crime. And so you can't isolate that. If there were 13 people on the planet and police had killed uh, 12 of them, it, we got a problem. We got a we got a big problem. When you have it's, 300 it's, million stops a day. It, and then all of a sudden, all police are racist. That, I mean, that's the kind of tardedness. It is retarded. It's so bad. I can't believe those people get to vote. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it would be interesting to see what would happen if you limited the voting to like 115 IQ. I'm very curious what would happen. Well, I don't know, man. There's a lot of really – I mean 50% of the doctors in the United States are retarded. Like re, like, like, seriously? Yeah. Like fucking morons. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. That's why I say I'm curious to see because mm-hmm. a lot of people with you know above average IQs are, are very far to the left as well. It, uh, it depends how much I think people defer their, their, their thinking to – uh, consensus. Yeah. And I think the thing too, with like the authority and the doctors and the nurses and in the academics that we place on this pedestal is what people have to realize is that they're systems people, right? They're not critically thinking. They're not looking at problems and solving, and they're essentially following the path. They're following the system that's laid out. And even though it might be a complex system, you're still just following a system. You're not problem solving at a higher level. There's so we have to kind of for everything. It. Yeah, exactly. And what ended up happening, I know I'm beating a dead horse here, and you guys already know this, and probably most of the listeners know this, but what ended up happening is for two years, the media then started hating on police, so the police stopped engaging with the public, and now we've had thousands of more deaths than we normally have had, and and, and crime is running rampant in the United States. It's fucking, it's nuts. It is truly nuts. Oh. Um, on 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 a different note, um, could you play that Luke DeLong, um, that Luke DeJong video? Do you see that, Caleb, from his Instagram? Could you play that? I'd like to get Jay's take on um, on that video. Do you, do you see what I'm talking about? It's, it's in the yeah. notes. Oh, okay, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, while, while he's looking it up, I just didn't finish that other person's question. Oh, sorry. Th- yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I think there is a chance that we'll have a no confidence, uh, that they'll push a no confidence on Pierre Trudeau and then – if that happens, and that uh, that gives us potentially, if it gets passed, uh, a federal election sooner. So, I uh, check the private chat. That's the wrong one. This guy's got some Khabib hair. <laughs> yeah, that guy's got quite the fro. We had him on the show. He's a good dude. 
20 buck trophies. Fly off the rim like Kobe. Flying the coop in the floor. She blowing on my phone, I'm ignoring that. Benz goes, came from shake the boom, boom, boom. Bride or groom. Boy still married to the stew. Saw the G on the class. Little mama finna shake some ass. I got this cash, she wants a chance. But I'm still King James with the pads. Okay. You ever have that happen to you, Jay? Just where you just just get a big hunk of cock on the front of the bars as you, as you pull it up? Yeah, that has to do with, uh, you know, the length of your arms and, you know, whether the package is put in place properly. The mass of your cock. Um, the worst is uh, oh the snatch. Goodness. The snatch definitely is the worst for that. Just, yeah. just getting a, just a big old chunk of cock on there. <laughs> I knew I knew one guy. There's one guy who used to come to my CrossFit gym, and uh, he like couldn't put his hands in his pockets. Like he had like alligator arms, and uh, he he comes up to me, <laughs> and he's like kind of says it quietly because you know in the class you know we'd always do the skill and then and then the wad, and it's we're deadlifting and he comes up to me and he's really quiet. He's like Jay like. Is there anything I can do when I'm deadlifting? Because it, it really, it really hurts. It scrapes up my my stuff, you know. And then I go and take a look, and the poor guy's arms literally only went to like his belt buckle. Wow, wow. So when he had to deadlift, and it, and we're like, you know, we teach to like drag it up the thigh, and we say balls to bar, and yeah. uh, and he literally like he would crush himself like. The poor guy. So like he'd have to put himself in this weird position where he's hanging over the bar and like keeping his butt back. You know, like you would do (laughs) if you had a boner and you're trying to hide it. So you kind of lean forward. So he'd like be deadlifting like 300 pounds and he's like trying to like get around his junk. And I'm like, oh, this poor guy. Just take the trap. Just take the trap bar. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was nice of you. Yeah. Hey, how'd you hurt your back? You trying to avoid my dick. You know, just like (laughs) letting the bar swing out. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, thank you, Jay, for coming on the show. Uh, perfect I, timing. I know right. I said I was just going to um, have you on for a few minutes. I appreciate it. You gave us so much time. You gave us up, up over an hour. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Really great so stuff. Good, good conversations are fun. Yeah. Um, you're welcome on anytime. I'm sorry it took this long, uh, but we shall be in touch. Cool, man. Later, guys. Nice meeting you. All right. Thank bye. you, Jay. Great to meet you. Thank you for your time. Yeah, Jay. Wow. Quite the show. Quite the show. I, I mean, I, I, I lied. I said that speaking of clickbait, that, that was a, uh, said it was a live call-in show. People are going to start to catch on. I think Savon. you do. Oh, no, what, that the, that the live call-in shows aren't really live call-in. Nah, yeah. <laughs> Jay, Jay's take on the, um, the, the reasons we have laws and stuff. That was really beautifully articulated. And when he was like, oh, people don't, um, we should learn this in fourth and fifth grade. You know, it takes them all to learn. I was like, I bet you most people listening to this just learned it right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How old I mean, you I just learned? learned it right now. I just yeah. learned it right now. Yeah, me too. Guilty. That was like, that was great. The way you put it in perspective like that. Oh, okay. What should we, oh, uh, so I showed you guys the weight, the bar going, hitting the penis. What about, oh, here we go. This should be fun. You think this is going to like turn into just a whole conspiracy show? I get hope that, so. That, get that trick for you ready. <laughs> hey, what's up, Scott? Hey, what's going on? Just chilling. Just trying to do a show. Just trying to make my $25 you know, for the day. I wanted to go back to what you said about the doctor. You yes. said that 
doctors are retarded. Uh, they're not retarded. Go ahead. They're not just retarded. They're corrupt as hell. Yes. They're taken from everyone. And they not- okay, I'll give you an example. A year ago, my grandfather's wife died of COVID. He died from being on the ventilator from COVID. And the process is horrible. Like, your family can't see you. Um, they won't allow anybody besides the two um, nurses that kind of trade off the shift. They won't allow, except for them two and the doctor on the COVID floor. And she lasted 11 days. That was the process. And we got, quote, unquote, updates about their... Um, progress which was oh the heart rate uh stable blood pressure stable blah 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 and then um a girl that i dated her dad same process a year later because and he lasted 11 days exactly it, they're making money off of every day they stay on that covid ward and it's just it like every doctor in america because they know that we america does have the best health care in the world People flood to the country to, just to get it. Like Canada, they only have, like, you can walk into a hospital and they may not even have a, a fucking uh, x-ray machine or a cat scan. Yeah, they do, seem, cat they do seem terrified about overwhelming their, um, their hospitals. They seem terrified about that. And I, and I understand that to a degree, but it's like... You know, and then and then the news wants to put the narrative. Oh, uh, everybody wants to go to Canada for healthcare, and it's like you could go into an ER with like a, a gunshot wound, and you might not even be seen, let alone uh, worried about how long it would take to be seen. When 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 they when in California when they were saying early on that they were concerned about hospitals being overwhelmed, and they started saying that hospital beds were full. I took my wife to a. Uh, uh, hospital facility over, I think it was Stanford, um, which is just over the hill from me in California. And it, it was a massive facility. I don't know, maybe 10 acres, maybe 20 acres. I don't know. Place was fucking barren. I dropped my yeah, wife up out, my out front. There was not a single foot. There was, there was, I said, what was it like inside? She had to have some surgery, minor surgery. And uh, she said there, she didn't see one single other patient the whole time she's in there. Massive facility, complete right. parking lots, my- empty. I'm like, what the fuck? There's like, there's no chance right. of this place being overwhelmed. Oh my <laughs> God. In the last year, he's worked at three different hospitals and he's like, we are not busy. He's like, we're, we're not overwhelmed. Did he's you say like, your dad's a nurse fact, or a nerd? He's a nurse. Oh, okay. He's a surgical nurse. Anyway, he's worked at three different hospitals in the last year. He's one of the nurses. He's one of the one people that refused to go on unemployment when everybody wants to quit and go get those $10,000 bonuses. And that's another thing. Nurses are quitting and going and getting those bonuses and those high salaries because of people being lazy and quitting. And anyway, for the, but to answer that question is, yeah. Hospitals are not overrun. And matter of fact, my dad said this exact thing. He said, we actually want to take more than our limit. And he goes, and that's on the doctors because they want us to make more money. And that's another thing with the corrupt doctors is they will take more than the capacity because they want that to make more money. Yeah. I it's yeah, corrupt. it's bad. It yeah. is bad. Yeah, yeah, and and so so many of them don't even know they're corrupt, and that's where the retarded part comes in. 
Right. And I'm not saying all. Most, no, no, no. I'm not saying all, all either. And, 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 and right. you know what? Like, uh, um, I'm the, if, if, uh, when my kid falls out of a tree and fucking breaks his arm, I'm the first person to rush my kid to the hospital. So. Right. I understand. Okay. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate your call. Yeah, for sure. Um, thank you. Uh, can we go from there. Can we go to, uh, how about the boob dance? Can we, can we go to the boob? <laughs> I, I see I've labeled something called the boob dance and we better do this while Will's not here. <laughs> I don't think Will's allowed to do the boob dance. Let me see the boob dance. What is this boob dance? Stand by everyone. Mom, turn off the show. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see the boob dance. This, this. <laughs> one more time. One more time. One more time. One more time. I don't mean to be I don't okay okay I don't mean to be rude but I think the brunette in the back I don't think she's needed there I would put the other girl just up in the front all by herself and just do the and the guy with the eyes going all different directions don't need him either I appreciate you uh showing that Caleb that was great <laughs> my pleasure I I don't want to see this stuff it's just I'm on Instagram looking for guests and so I have to show you the bar hitting the giant cock and the uh <laughs> you're taking us on the journey you're taking us on the journey um i i really like justin medeiros and uh and i say his name right justin medeiros i'm I'm, i think i'm the only person in the crossfit space that says it right and uh and i and i like his dad um they're good people but this commercial i'm not digging this commercial (laughs) look at bruce wayne there was a brunette Ah, uh, can 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 we see this Justin Medeiros bed commercial? I I'm just I, I, I don't um. This man on earth, the Eight Sleep Pod Pro, my sleep fitness. I used to sleep way too hot. I couldn't give 100 percent to my workouts or my life outside the gym. But with the automatic temperature control of the Eight Sleep Pod Pro, I'm falling asleep faster and seem. Okay, wait a second. Wait a second. This is supposed to be a joke. Right, it's supposed to be yeah, over the top. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm such an idiot. I'm such an idiot. I'm such a. See, I'm just watching a big picture now on my screen. I'm like, wait, this is supposed to be a joke. Yeah. But on my phone, I'm like, what the fuck is this for real? Okay. Wait, that first, and then like struggling with the dumbbells. Okay. 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 Justin, I apologize. You and the bed people are cool as shit, and I'm uh, I'm old, fucking old. You should have just played with it and said you knew it was a joke the whole time. Nah, and we just want to give him some props and hey, Dustin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well. Thank you. That's what I meant. I'm hey, getting Justin, one of those well. tomorrow. <laughs> let, let us know. How are we going to get sponsors, Stevon? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> hey, how about that girl earlier that was saying to me, um, when she was saying, you said Craig Ritchie was living the dream because his girlfriend got boobs. Did she, did, was she being serious? No, she was joking. She said okay, it in the comment okay. later. Well, yeah, she I was like, no, know. I'm just messing with you. Poking some oh, fun. man, I thought, oh, darn it. See, I don't know. I can <laughs> give it. I can't take it, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, You're just looking for a fight. I guess. <laughs> that that slogan's already been taken by the UFC. Dana White's Tone just looking there. for a fight. Huh? What'd you say? That better be a joke. Okay. Um, Let's go to um, the uh, Joe Biden nominates a black woman to the Supreme Court. I think this was also a joke. Uh, This cannot be a joke. (laughs) 
This cannot be a joke. <laughs> Caleb, cue us up, baby. Cue All us right. up. That was Inception. This cannot be a joke. Except one person I will nominate. We're the first black woman ever nominated to the United States Supreme Court. All that does is destroy the credibility of any black woman who would have otherwise been qualified for the job. Now, because Joe Biden said, I'm going to nominate a black woman, if he nominates a black woman, pretty much everybody is going to be like, well, there were other qualified candidates who would have served better in that position, but he made this promise and is going to... Okay, pause. I... I... This um oh something got really noisy somewhere. Caleb's computer's starting back up again. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe his wife got in the shower. Caleb, tell your wife to close the shower door. We can hear her shower. Hey, shut up back there. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a podcast. Um, I th- I think it's like it's it's really fascinating. I I think the um, I think this being on Supreme Court is important. We need Jay here so he can be like, shut up. They're just actors. But but bear yeah. with me. I'm I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. I think the Supreme Court is pretty important and who gets on there is pretty important. And when I look at the when when you say that you're going to put a black woman on there, I think, OK, that takes us down to I think black women make up seven percent of the United States population. And then you think half of those, let's say, are children. So now we're down to, I don't know, three or four percent of the of the US population. And then how many of those are attorneys or 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 whatever the prerequisite or judges, whatever are the prerequisite to be qualified to be a Supreme Court justice? And it's it's just crazy to me. It seems like the most – like if you would have asked me, would could anyone ever say that? I'd be like, no. It seems like the most outlandish, racist thing, close-minded. The, the power of being on the Supreme Court isn't the color of your skin or, or, or your genitalia. Right. My genitalia, I mean, whether you have a penis or a vagina or the small percent that have both, it's it's in in your clarity of the laws of this country to protect the citizens from the other arms of the government. It's it's just nuts to me. It, it, I, I, I I I don't get it. Yeah, it's <sighs> yeah. I found this photo of actually some of the candidates and Biden looking over him. I'm gonna share it now. Okay, look at look at this is what Chad F says. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, not a Biden fan, but the way I took this was that he already knows who he's nominating and dropped a little hint. I don't agree with you at all, but I that's totally fair. That's I I that's thinking. That's thinking. I mean um Oh man. I get I get why you're doing it. I get why you think, okay, hey, we need there's never been a black woman before. We need a black woman there because black women cer- think a certain way and that way this 6% of the population has been left out and it will broaden our ability to be more fair, more just and more in quality. I don't think it works that way. I think that's fucking flawed thinking. I hope it doesn't work that way. We be we're screwed as is is uh, humanity screwed if it does work that way if people work that way. I, I I know there's some things like I know I care about kids more than most people. I know that anyone who I know that I definitely anyone who cares about kids would never have allowed quarantines, vaccines, pandemic, masks, any of this shit to happen. So I know I'm like out on a limb caring about kids. 
man, I have really strong feelings about you guys who are putting masks on your kids even for five minutes. I, I, I really cannot believe you're doing it to your kids. I really cannot believe it. Do not have kids unless you're willing to raise your kids. So many, so many of my friends and everyone, they love sending their kids to fucking school so they can get away from their kids. Why did you have kids? Yeah, but some of them don't have a choice. Yeah, I'm not buying. I hear I mean, you, Matt. Okay, you I hear you. Then why you did you have kids? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You got to pay your mortgage. You got to pay rent. You've been out of work. Maybe you've been struggling this whole entire time. The schools are finally back open in person. Your kids had no social interaction for over the last year. You're devastated by it, right? And I get that it's not the optimal choice, and I completely agree with your stance on it. But at the same time, like at some point, it, it's just so forced in hand that you have to do what you have to do, right? Okay. 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 How about the people who do have the luxury? Ah, uh, see, that's the thing, Matt. I no, think that more do. people have the luxury than they than than led on to. But I hear you. I hear you. I know. I know. It's easy for my. I know. It's, yeah. I, I, I make fifty bucks a day from this YouTube channel. It's easy <laughs> for me to be like living the dream, baby. Yeah. I mean, I really am. Yeah. I really am. I, I got did, fucking you and Caleb working for fucking free. I got Will fucking running my Instagram for free. Fucking making 50 bucks a day. <laughs> I, it's the truth. Yeah. I'm like the government and you guys are like fucking just slaves. Happy little sheep. Wad zombies sending me free stickers. That's a cool one. I got one. I know. Show. Where'd it go? It is really cool. That's dope. I had it here. How about the um? Uh, I don't know if I should do that. Where are you gonna go? I was gonna attack the 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 dude the the other meme dude. I was just gonna just just blatantly just attack the other meme dude. That guy's fighting hard for relevance still, huh? Boom! Here it is. Nah, he's a, he's got like five hundred thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, he's got like five hundred thousand Instagram followers. He's living the dream. <laughs> uh, no, I need t-shirt sales. <laughs> oh, you guys! Wednesday t-shirts are coming out. Oh, all six of you that want them, you are going to be stoked. <laughs> you just increased to fifty-one dollars uh, a day now. By the way, my beard's about to get crazy. Dude, my shit, I'm not going to shave the neck either. My shit, I'm about to get fucking crazy looking. <laughs> hey, so I went to Ta- I went to Lake Tahoe. I was with my family there. I was there for four or five days. I ate like I ate shit that like I seriously have not eaten in years. I was eating like a box of fucking crackers every night and having like two or three glasses of wine just on my computer fucking around like from nine to midnight. I put on like 12 to 14 pounds. I, I think I normally weigh between I think normally weigh, weigh between 150 and 155. I came home and I was like 168.7 like naked. I'm like, holy shit. Was that before in- or after a deuce? <laughs> I, well that's a good question and i was actually i was i actually was talking to caleb today and he goes hey dude it was probably water weight and that and i was like wow you're right and i was drinking about two to three times the three at least three to four times actually the amount of water i normally drink when i was in tahoe probably from all those crackers and shit i was eating i was eating, just drinking pints and pints of water and, and from the um alcohol so i've come home i've only been home for three days two or three days i've worked i've worked done two gnarly 40 minute fucking workouts crazy workouts with a combination of like aerobics and heavy lifting deadlifts and all that shit uh one little small metcon today and then today's my like fasting day and and I'm like i'm already like i feel a thousand times better back to normal dude i mean not quite these jeans these cords were a little tight see Little yeah. tight, little tight. You can tight. still see your dick in there so yeah thank <laughs> you thank you well that's on purpose that's in all my pants 
Uh, I am gonna have. I I think I am gonna get Sevon uh, wristbands. I Ooh. think I just. I think I'll just. They'll have an S or something on them. I'll be like Michael Jackson. I'll have my own wristbands <laughs> and my own little boys. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's. Um, on that note, let's go to Collapse Bridge. What? Wait, are you gonna pull that up on uh, Jerry News? Is that where the collapse bridge is? Well, I had I I, did, I went on a good run last week, and I made a couple uh, comments right when posts were posts, and um, I got like one of them had over five thousand likes, the other one had over like three thousand likes. I screenshotted it because people just go crazy on it, so I wonder if it'll pop up if you bring it up on Jerry News. My comment. I didn't under, Did you understand what Matt just said, Caleb? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll pull it up on. I'll I'll just sort up here and then I'll go find it. Okay, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> That's <all> right. <laughs> I don't even remember what. The, oh yeah, this oh, is fucking. This is unreal. This is crazy. This is a bridge in Pittsburgh that collapsed just hours before President Biden's visit to the city to talk about infrastructure. I I didn't even. That's some like. Oh wait wait. Hold on, I I got the other one. Okay, that's like some third world shit. <laughs> is there? Oh oh wow. Oh. Literally two words. Come on. Dude, and I in oh. like how many comments? Twenty one comments, and people were <laughs> arguing like you don't understand the definition. And then one person said Alanis Morissette has entered the chat, and then I, put, <laughs> I replied back yes, and then they replied back just like you. They don't understand what irony means. That I that I put isn't it ironic? <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Hey, it's what's funny is is that. <laughs> Who cares about anything except for the fact that you got 1,000? Hey, that would make my day. Do you Dude, know that's I had- why I comment on like Josh Bridges and Matt Fraser's? And like, that's the only reason why I comment on big accounts like that is so yeah. that I can try to climb to the top with the most likes. I just get like, I don't care about likes on my post ever. I want likes and comments. It just makes me just chill. The other up. one I did had 5,600. What? I'll screen. Yeah, that's what I was telling you. And, I, and it had so many comments. And then I did another one on. Sports center, and I was playing this game of like what mattered the most is it the timing of when you post the comment or is it the comment itself? And I will tell you, it's the timing of the comment. If you find a major account like this and you could get it within the with inside the minute and you just post something that's ambiguous, like it has to be vague, it's ambiguous, so there's a lot of interpretation or something just silly like I did you will get a ton of likes and interaction with that. I also I have them all screenshotted because I was going to do a little series on my Instagram and be like this week on my top comments and like you could Oh see dude, do it. You have yeah. to do that. All right, I'll do it. I got to spend oh. some time going through them, but Oh my god, that's brilliant. I'm so impressed. I like you more now, Souza. <laughs> Cuz everybody else likes Souza. <laughs> totally. Some I'm people bash me, dude. Some people will like personally attack me. It's, I like it's great. the. the my, I think my bit, my most successful post, and they're not even near as successful as that, is um, uh, on Noah Olson's post when I when I said don't give to a charity that's uh that uses the word equity, and then yeah. uh, when I told Danielle Brandon her shirt was too big, I tried <laughs> that again. I tried that again last week, and I did, it didn't work. I was hoping it would bring out all the fucking wackadoodles. <laughs> Like this uh, one, this one on Sports Center had forty four hundred likes. That you posted? Yeah, and it's like these guys doing this crazy like workout routine thing, and I mm-hmm. just commented, "Boy brand practice." 
And so you do you have an alert that tells you when, and you know just to do that? Is it all no, like no, no. It's, on your part? It's, it's completely by chance. And then I did oh. another one when Brady retired. That got a ton of comments, but not a lot of uh, not a lot of likes. Um, this one here on a uh, hold on, it's loading. This one here was two dudes that got in a street fight on Barstool Sports, and it was fifty eight hundred uh, likes on this one. It's these two guys that got in, like a street fight, but then like applauded each other afterwards. Did, wow! Is that the same one where they traded jerseys or traded shirts? No, 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 no. They're just like, it's all love and like high five or something. Oh my God. I did another one on when uh, M&M's posted their whole thing about um, uh, more gender neutral characters. Because Do you get followers doing that? I don't think so. No, not really. I mean, I get a lot of people, like I said, that will like comment or something like that. But I don't think a few followers. I get a lot of the fake followers. You know what I mean? Like you'll yeah. get like Bitcoin, whatever, and this or that or something. So increase your Pe- wallet by fifty k. Yeah, exactly. People are starting to tell me that that Instagram's unfollowing me on their account without them knowing. I think that's that true too. Yeah, it's crazy. My Instagram account is dropping by about a hundred every month now, while mm-hmm. the while the podcast is fucking exploding on iTunes. It'd be crazy to know how many fault like if you weren't shadow banned, like from the time we started this to now, like how many yeah. followers you would have got. I bet I bet it would have been easily like fifty fifty thousand more or plus. Like even if they just wanted to come to like argue with you, you know. <laughs> right. Uh can can ooh. I just, I'm I'm freezing. Ken Walters, the lo- the Lone Wolf UFC fighter podcast last night was outstanding top to bottom. Slowly but surely, because of the UFC podcast getting into Slowly but surely because of the UFC podcast getting into again since Ronda retired. Love their live stories, Sevon gets. Um that I didn't think that was a great podcast. He was a cool dude, and I'm a cool dude, and we were talking. I just didn't think um I don't know. I didn't think I uncovered anything like I don't know. Well, I'm glad you liked it, Ken. That makes me happy, honestly. I have to shut the door. Um do you want to pull up uh what do we have anything else? Oh, yeah, let me give James Hobart some love. Can you pull up that James Hobart thing? Yep. This coming here with the Those were two excellent podcasts too. Really. No good. doubt. Those are great. Mm-hmm. So, I I had, I had made a comment about One Nation um, and, and I thought Austin Maliola owned the gym, and I had to eat my words for that. I, 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 uh, I bashed Austin Maliolo a little bit unfairly, uh, 51% unfairly, basically, because this gym um, uh, was basically s- saying that you couldn't come there unless you were vaccinated. And I think that's complete fucking horseshit, just disgusting. And anyway, um, and then look at after I did that story, here's James Hobart working out in that gym. What are you saying? I'm saying he's vaccinated. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love you, Hobart. I'm just fucking with Hobart. He's a good dude. I thought you were gonna mention his uh, pants in that thing. Let me see. Oh yeah, it's a there. He's got a little bit of a wedgie. I can see his his shorts are going into his vagina a little bit. They're like sweat shorts. I see that. I see. Can you make that bigger so I can see his wedgie? I can see his labia majora. Let me see. Let me look at his crotch. Let me look at Hobart's crotch. Oh, I see a Helmut. 
I think I see the helmet of his penis. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Fucking Hobart. I'm sorry, James. He's got a new shirt out on Rogue. Everybody should go check that out and purchase his shirt. Oh, let's go look at that. Let's look at that. Did, hasn't that, that did they just restock that or something? Because I could have swore he had that for a while. Could be. Oh, yeah, I know. The thing is, that it's freezing here, Bruce, and I lift, I have a heater on in my office, but then I have the door open because that's how the rich do it. And, uh, and, and my heater is not obviously not good enough, to, uh, so I had to close the door. And I'm freezing because I always get cold on my fasting day. Yeah, that's a cool shirt. That's a cool shirt. That is a cool shirt. Um, how much? 30 bucks. Ah. It's a little steep. And why is it only a 4.6 star? Let me see that. Be careful with that. We don't know the prices of our shirts yet. Let's see. <laughs> great shirt. Great. Uh, let me see the ones. Great the, price. Oh, here we go. Great, soft, and stretchy. Come I'm, on. You got to give it four stars. You said it was good. Come on. Oh, here okay. we go. Nice shirt, but the picture online is either wrong on the printing process didn't work properly. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair. Oh. Okay. Oh, he got his from China. That's why. Wow, <laughs> wow. Maybe that was a defect one. Wait, what was the original? Uh, what's it supposed to look like? Hmm. Uh, does it not the have knockoff. the wheel on it? Yeah, you got the knockoff version. You yeah, did yeah. get the knockoff. Even your dragon looks like <laughs> yeah, a bitch. Like- <laughs> <laughs> looks, yours looks like a Doctor Seuss dragon. He made an iron-on of it. That's, that was, he, didn't, uh, he didn't even buy it from Rogue. Yeah, I got mine from Amazon. Damn that drop shipping. Oh, Amazon man. Marketplace. <laughs> yeah, that's the All only. All right, Howard. I hope we sold you some shirts, man. Please come I, back on the show. Yeah, our podcast has better ratings than his shirt. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk. Uh, tsunami of chronic disease, high school, uh, Nike Vax. Oh, look at this. You want to? You want to know something? I'll never buy again. I'll never buy Nike gear again. Can you pull up that? Mm-hmm. I will never, ever, ever. Nike will is refusing to hire black people, and it's just mind-boggling to me. Oh. Oh, no, they're firing all black people. Oh, no, unvaccinated. God, I always get the two confused. I'm sorry. That's okay, Nike. I thought I thought it was black people. My bad. It says reportedly, and, so we don't know if it's 100% true, right? Yeah. Uh, and um, just so you know, uh, so, so I don't want to even give you um, any love, but this dipshit posted – on YouTube. I know you think you're being hilarious when you confuse black people with unvaccinated. No, actually, I it, it's the exact opposite of that. You don't first of all, you don't know shit. You start a sense with I know you think you're being hilarious. You're a fucking moron. No, I don't think I'm being fucking hilarious. I do think I'm hilarious. I don't think this subject's fucking hilarious at all, which shows you're a fucking idiot. Then second of all, you put to confuse black people with unvaccinated. Uh it's truly unfunny. Yeah, it is truly unfunny. You just sound like an old bitter twat. I sound like an old bitter twat. You sound like a fucking bitch. And an old bitter twat. Actually, I don't I don't know anything about old bitter twats. I don't think twats ever become bitter. I'll let you know. Why fucking does that sound Nike. Like hey, it's the exact same thing. 
to not hire black people and not hire unvaccinated people. And if you can't see that, if you start having to parse it out, well, the unvaccinated people aren't safe or this, that you're completely clueless. It's actually worse to not hire unvaccinated people. Do you want to know why? Oh my God, I can't believe someone said that. It's worse than not hiring black people. It is worse. Do you know why? Because you're forcing those people to take a drug. Forcing them for their life. No, they're not forcing them. Well, then you don't know what it's like to have three kids at home. Hi, caller. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? I just live in the dream. We've crossed over. I have a over. question for you, Sivan. Yes, sir. Were you? Because you talk a lot about the respect for trainers and like particularly the seminar staff. And I've never heard you talk about this. Were you ever a trainer in slash? Would you ever be like, did you ever want to be a trainer? Did you ever want to be on seminar staff? Like, how come you? Yeah, that was my question. So, so um, when I, I'll try to tell the story really fast. It's, I, I really like the story, but I'm going to just try to make it fat fast. What was your name? Josh. Josh. So Josh, I was, um, I was making some uh, TV shows and there was a break in, be- in between some of the action and there was a security guard there. And I started talking to the security guard and he started telling me that he does this thing called um, uh, CrossFit to stay in shape. And so, and then he told me some of the workouts he did. And I told my friend who was there helping me produce the show, Carrie Peterson. I said, wow, that sucks. That guy's super fucking buff. And, uh, and he has to lie about his workouts. He goes, what did he say he does? I'm like, well, he started telling me about workouts where he fucking does a hundred pull-ups. So we go home and my friend calls me the producer of the, who helped me produce the show. And he goes, dude, I went to that website that that security guard was talking about. And he's not fucking lying. There are workouts with a hundred pull-ups in them. I'm like, holy shit. So we started doing CrossFit. And there weren't a lot of videos on the site then, and the internet didn't have a lot of videos on it because people didn't have the bandwidth to download videos. And so the videos on the CrossFit site were like little tiny, like tiny um, flip phone videos. So we, um, so I eventually, after doing CrossFit for like six months or whatever, this is 2005 or 2006, or maybe doing CrossFit for, yeah, probably like six months. Um, I sent an email to Lauren and Greg and basically I got hired on and I, and, and I was just thrust into CrossFit and I started making videos for them. And then the bandwidth in people's homes and the internet access and everything exploded. And then YouTube was around and then fucking the whole thing exploded from there. And during that time, I used to go to L ones and film everything there. Like, like just L one after L one after L one. I don't know how many L ones I've been to 50 and I, through that, I, I I was just completely blown away at these L1 trainers. They transmitted so much information in two days and the culture of CrossFit. It was like a it, – it really is like a fucking cult. They teach you – it was the, it, they teach you to love your fellow and to cheer on and motivate and believe in your fellow um, – workouter i don't know what you call him your fellow the, the person next to you who's taking personal responsibility and personal personal accountability for their lives and to support them regardless if they're doing scaled not scaled how old they are well, it was the most it it's it is the antithesis it, it, it is it's full acceptance it was just it was it's it was the most gratifying experience ever everyone was broken down it's just like what they say there's a Dao saying stop thinking and all your problems will end and that's why if you do 100 burpees for time your life is perfect cuz all of a sudden you have to focus on your own breathing <laughs> and and it's just so yeah through that and and i and i always i'm, I'm not i'm scared to death of, about public speaking i'm i don't like meeting strangers I, i'm scared to death of all that and i always admired them and i thought they were smart and i always looked up to them 
And so I, I didn't pursue it because I was just terrified. But I, <laughs> but I also used to take um, a bunch of gym equipment to a 400 meter track every single day. And I had start basically started running my own little small affiliate during that time too. Just, just people would just come to the track and uh, they knew I would be there every day at five o'clock with all my weights and I'd unload my truck and I probably had, I don't know, anywhere from five to 10 people there who worked out there regular, regularly with me for about a year. And then eventually I became a big shot executive at CrossFit and fuck it. Stop <laughs> doing that shit. <laughs> what, what year was that? I don't, 2000, uh, so I was hired at the end of 2006. And so it must've been like 2007, eight, nine, somewhere in there. I think by eight or nine, I was like, just so busy with CrossFit. I was just traveling the world, just filming CrossFit stuff at that point. I mean, it was basically just me, Tony Budding and Carrie Peterson on the media team. And then I think, uh, Tony started hiring people like Pat Barber, um, Rory, uh, Leif Edmondson. I think those were like the next three. You were briefly on the update show. Dave Lee's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Whoa. Yeah, I was briefly on the update show. That's right. <laughs> what about that update show? Uh, would you go would ahead. you ever be a trainer now? Like like are you still scared of public speaking? Like I feel like Yes, I'm really terrified of it. <laughs> Say that again. I feel like you're good at conveying information. Yeah, but that that's like you know, like I would say something like um, kid, 10,000 kids died yesterday from fentanyl and then, but really they died from heroin. Like the spirit of it would be right, but I'd get it wrong. Like I'm the kind of person to like have you do too many squats when you should have been doing pull-ups or like I'd fuck all that up. I'm not, I'm kind of be joking, half, half joking. I, well, I am a trainer now for my three kids. Oh yeah. So. Okay. That's so, cool. Yeah. Well, I just always wondered that because I was like, man, I wonder like if you did some of that behind the scenes and people that know, like, isn't Adrian Botsman a really, really good coach? Uh, uh, unbelievable. Judge? Unbelievable. Maybe the greatest in the world. Unbelievable. And extremely physically that. talented. Extremely. Not really? talented. Sorry. He's putting in a lot of work. Yeah, dude. He can do crazy shit. He's a fucking circus freak. He's buff in person, too. When you see him, if you like give him a hug, yes. you're like, yes. oh. Yeah, he's made of steel. He's a he's a circus freak. He's a fight. He can fight. He can do all of it. He's fucking can tell you. He can adjust your squat from three hundred yards away. He's a he's a miracle as a human being. I worked out with him once. And my muscle ups were smooth, and it was the best. I was like, oh, he's Adrian's beyond a good dude. You know why he's such a good dude? He's the most low maintenance friend you could ever have. Like he's the dude. He'll be like, hey, can you come over to my house for dinner? And you're like, yeah. And then you call him three minutes before, and you're like, I can't come. He's like, no problem. Tell me when you can super. He taught me. I was already a pretty much an expert on low maintenance friendship, but he like took it to the next level. He used to live by me. So I, go ahead, Scott. No, not Scott, Paul, Chris, Josh. Josh. Josh I'm going to say ever since you, you and Sarah Sigmund's daughter talked about the concept of low maintenance friends that blew my mind. They're the best. Like I've talked about that with a whole bunch of other people. I was like, dude, like a low maintenance friend is the thing to strive to be in like to look for. Yes. Yes. Low maintenance friend. Pick like one or one tiny thing you love about someone and just roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't take any more of your time. Thanks. Thanks, Josh. <sighs> well, I, I always think that we're going to get like pranked. Like someone's Me too. Gonna, 
yeah, I just think. But right when he said, I was like, already, I just get nervous. <laughs> like if, I was in, if I was in control, people would hate it because they would start to go, and I'd be like, nope, I had a bad feeling. I hung up. <laughs> and he had a great question. Um, did we ever look at Logan uh, uh, Aldridge on Peloton? Have we? Have I blown him yet? Not yet. Oh, okay, let's blow him. Right. So Ooh, I'm. It's uh, page isn't there. Oh, it's not. Uh-uh. Oh, all right. Sorry, Logan. Um, Next time. What's this Mike Workington podcast carrying? What is that? I don't know. Let's find out. Excuse me. Mike Workington used to be the – Mike Workington might be one of the most knowledgeable people on the planet when it comes to CrossFit. I know we were just talking about how amazing Adrian Bosman is, but what's so amazing about Mike Workington is he's was, a for, I think, a former affiliate owner uh, – an, an amazing coach on all levels from like the person who needs to lose a hundred pounds to fucking games caliber athletes. His wife is a nutrition expert, but on top of that, he was like the fucking, he is the CrossFit journal. Mm-hmm. Like this fucking guy. No, like this guy is like way up in Northern Canada too. What? Like this guy's a Canadian national treasure. This guy knows a lot of shit. I think, and he works for Chris Cooper. Now Chris scored with him. Chris, yeah. give, uh, Chris, let's give Mike a raise. Um, can we, um, let's, let's listen to this clip from two brain business where people don't, uh, care about how much, you know, until they know how much you care. That's that really does. Uh, sure. I don't know. I've heard it so much in my life. Uh, yeah. Michael Scott said it, who knows? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, uh, that it really is true. Like who, like if you care or if you know all the, the points of a squat, like, but you don't know that my daughter's been in the hospital for like a week and that's why I've not been at the gym. Then like, how does that translate over, you know, at all? Literally that was a conversation I had with one of our members today. I just got on Facebook, saw that they were at the hospital. Turns out they've been in the hospital for a whole week. Just shoot them a message on Facebook messenger. Hey, I just saw this. How are y'all? Is there anything I can do? Can you play that That first quote again? Really does. Caleb, just the quote. Okay, here we go. But before people don't uh, care about how much you know until they know how much you care. That's that's people really don't dumb. care about how much you know until they know how much you care. And with Caleb's fan on in the background. Um, yeah, that's uh, and look at it, Mike working. It looks like he's like like is where is he interviewing a prison inmate? Like look at that guy. Looks like, he just, like, like what prison is that dude in? How does he know that? <laughs> I think that's an affiliate owner. <laughs> From CrossFit, what did it say up there? Woetown. Woetown. Uh, is the call-in number Stephen's personal cell? If so, I'm going to be calling in with conspiracy theories every day. Yeah, please do. <laughs> right after you learn what the definition of conspiracy theory is. Um, Savon, when will you have Pat Sherwood on the podcast? I don't know if I should tell my Pat Sherwood stories. I don't think I'm comfortable telling those yet. I'm not sure like I'm not sure how much um like some of my stories like are, are like scorch earth stories. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> like they're like 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 uh like if I uh keep it holstered, huh? Yeah, just like like what if I do want to have Pat on, but like or like someday he does come on. Like I, if you want to see Pat and I interact, we did two CrossFit podcasts together, and I think they were pretty good. And they in their, I think they're 
they're they're cool. They're good. I um I I uh, Pat and I are not cut from the same cloth. We're very different people. I will say that. And um yeah, but 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 I really enjoyed interviewing him. He was great. Um, I just think that look at me. I'm like a little old lady over here twisting my like headphone cable. Uh, yeah, uh, Pat. Yeah, yeah go listen to the CrossFit podcast. Right, and I did. I did two. I think I did two episodes: a part one and a part two with Pat. And um, I think that's. I think that's it. I think that, I mean that covers everything they know they want and need to know. Yeah, I don't. I just yeah. I just don't think. I don't think that we. Uh, inter- interact again ever on this lifetime, me and Pat. It- ah, Caleb's wife's in the shower again. It's it's definitely me. I'm gonna have to change the setting of my fans. You get you a new computer. I'm gonna start saving a dollar from every podcast, and when we're 1,500 podcasts in, I'm gonna send it to you. Yes, I would have Adrian Bosman on in a second, and he yeah, already but- did. We already had Adrian on. Did I did? Yeah. <laughs> what episode was that? I'll go find it. Here's the thing, you guys. The, the, like, it's kind of like the like. I don't episode think episode one eighty eight. It's probably not. Oh, okay. It's yeah, probably no, not it's healthy for anyone. Episode one eighty eight. I'm guessing it's probably not healthy for anyone who works at CrossFit to. The one with Adrian was great. Be affiliated with me. I know that was then. This is now. Things have changed. I mean, I've gone pretty <laughs> hard in the pain at these motherfuckers. I got a whole oh, and I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm just. I don't want to. I don't want like the my every one of my shows just to be negative, and then this turns into fucking like just like negative Nelly. But I do like practicing throwing rocks at glass houses, and uh, that I there will be more this week. There'll be more this week. You have the dragon. Do you have the dragon, Caleb? Sure do. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, just so you know. Just so you know, yes, yes, probably two dragons this week. You should know. You should know. <laughs> Stay close to your YouTube. Oh man. Okay. Um. I think that's good. I save all this other stuff. I've. Oh, what is this James Sprague thing? What's James Sprague? Am I, am I, do I like him or do I not like him? I think he was on the podcast. I like him a lot. I hope whatever I'm putting up to show about him is good. I like him. I like his I parents like him. too. Uh, yeah, let's, I think this. What, what? I see. I have a note about him. What do I have? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We already did this. We looked at his dad. Yeah, his dad's yeah. dope. Yeah, okay. Dad's a tank, dude. You yeah. had made a comment that Brian didn't address, and you said he's kind of moving a little like funky there as far as like the hang clean. And I just I wanted to address that real quick because some as you learn these things as you age, if you didn't have some sort of background in gymnastics or something where there was a lot of kinesthetic awareness involved, the learning curve for what they're for for learning a weight Olympic weightlifting and some of the gymnastics movements is a lot is a lot steeper and it's almost like if you miss that at a certain point it's hard to move that athletically so in on top of that it's competition and it's heavy weights and he's moving as fast as he can so just uh I have a different take on it than uh Souza I used to have a nasty fucking hand clean and and power clean and and I used to see dudes like my age at the games be be doing cleans and i'd be like man they they pull so much they've lost the, they have no pop what's wrong with these guys well now i'm 49 i've completely lost my pop 
I do it just like that, like James's dad, but like with one third the weight that James's dad uses. <laughs> but I used to have a crazy snap and pop. Yeah, and it's yeah, fucking so gone. Just, I don't, I don't know where it went. It just went away. Yeah, there's one of those, one of those things, and and he still moves well. So don't mistake that for us. Like, yeah, throwing rocks at him, he still moves well. He's got a good front swap. Yeah, for sure. All right. Oh man. Did you? Um, so many cool things in my, in my notes. I guess I can do another call-in show sometime. Did you see the that little that little Instagram beef with uh, Danny Spiegel and uh, Karen? I Spiegel? did. I did see that. I did see that. Holy shit! I did see that. So, can you explain to me what what happened there? God, Yo, I'm glad this is at the end of the podcast. No one's listening anymore, right? <laughs> what are you talking about? This is uh, this is like this is even below me to talk about. It's, it's yeah. we're off the air, right? <laughs> this is. Did she? Did Carolyn Prevo think that she was? So that that girl in the in the um in the underwear and bra there. That's Danny that's Spiegel. Swimming. Okay, so and then it's a DM to Danny Spiegel from uh, Carolyn Prevo. Um, she like so I I was trying to figure out how to make the how you could fuck this up. But if you swipe up to like, you can respond to somebody or you can comment on the story. And so I, what I'm guessing is what happened is Carolyn swiped up to comment, not realizing that she meant to DM it to somebody and then just typed the comment and sent it. And then she did it on two different, <laughs> two different stories and didn't catch it. Uh, and Her body Dan- didn't look like that at the mid Atlantic. And then basically she sent it to Danny Spiegel on accident. Danny Spiegel didn't respond. And uh-huh. then she sends another one and she says juice. Like what yeah. kind of juice? Orange juice? Y- yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if you've got something to say, I'm all ears. Holy. And, and what, what's, I always wonder what's the up down smiley emoji. What's that? It's just like, come on, man. I feel like it's more of just like a dude, seriously, or I just, so, so like, the, like, it, Jay Narrow, you so my take is that she sent it on accident, but maybe Jay Narrow or someone else who can think like bigger picture shit is like she sent it on purpose. I think so. You know what I mean? Like, like releasing, like releasing a sex tape, or maybe I mean, Danny Spiegel's got like eight hundred thousand dudes fucking signed up to her fucking Instagram account, jerking off on her. Carolyn Prevo probably just probably has like how many does she have? She has like twenty three thousand. I'm guessing. I'm making this shit up. Right. So yeah. so what you do is you release the sex tape so you can get more eyes on your account. So you know what I mean? It's kind of like that or no, I'm just I, I'm, no, I'm no Jane Nera. I'm no Jane Nera. Yeah, it's a bit of a Freudian slip. She's- so you just you think it's on you think it's truly an accident. I think it's an accident. I mean, it's, oh, it happens God. to a lot of people, but it's kind of a it's a really silly mistake for somebody who's probably on social media all the time. Yeah, you mean, if you, well, do you think Carolyn Prevo is on social media that much? She's too busy working out. Yeah, that's true. I, I just if it's if it's your job to have like a social media following, I suppose then. In the small interactions I had with her at Wadapalooza, she's like uh, Carolyn Prevo, super nice, like yeah, just super yeah. warm and nice and stuff. So this might have been in confidence with like you know somebody else, and then it was like an oh shit moment. It, it it goes back to that thing like don't say anything that you wouldn't want on the cover of the New York Times. Because then, like some jackass, like Sevon on the Sevon podcast, is going to bring it up. I like Carolyn Prevo too. Like I don't care, like that she said it. No, like it's whatever. Like, like it, it is a bit much to call her out. I I don't like though that 
Danny Siegel put love girls supporting girls. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how are you gonna woke. conflate that whole yeah. thing? Right. It's like woke. She's woke. I, fuck. She's she's yeah, woke as fuck. Not, yeah, like, everyone knows that. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> that very, that's a really good point. I you love it. And, 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 and she's and, and she's smashing a girl by doing that. In a, in a much larger way because yes. really Danny could have kept this private, right? So she yes. made the choice to blow this up. And I'm not saying the choice is wrong. I don't have an opinion on that choice. But what I'm saying is like you can't – like it could have been kept private and you could have addressed it back and forth with her and kept it that way. And that really would have been female supporting a female in that direct interaction. But instead That's you took what, that and then you blew it up. And so it's kind of like – That again, whole whatever. crew, man. That whole crew. They're fucking – they're fucking uh it's 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 the same as the it's same as the anti-racist crew. They have to have they promote racism through their anti-racism because that's how they stay relevant and make money. That whole thing is such a fucking scam. It's the same as this. It's well, the same as this. Picked up some Instagram followers from that. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I, the woke crew is so gross. You know what would be the most badass thing is if like yeah. they were friends. And they're like, hey, can you do this so we could get a little attention? And let's let's stir some stuff up a little bit. You'll get some followers. I'll kind of do this. And like they were just in cahoots the whole time. God, I hope so. I hope that'd that's be cool. It. Oh yeah. Danny Spiegel has eight hundred and twenty six thousand followers and Carolyn Prevo has ten point four. Yeah, so hopefully she picks them up. I mean, really that's a <laughs> let's let girls support girls. And she's got an account with that's like a hundred times the amount of followers, 90, 80 times, 80 to 90 times the amount of followers. And she has yeah. to do that to her. And, yeah, and then her comment, I mean, dude, talk about betraying her. your fucking self. Like just I said, she, she made the choice to do it public like Danny did. Right. And like if Carolyn accidentally had sent that and she meant to send that to a friend or something, I mean, there's anything that people could pick and choose without context and blast us with. And we would, you know, it would look terrible. So I'm not going to judge either one of them for it, but it is interesting. I'm judge the fuck out of both of them. Uh, <laughs> Ken Walters, I'm 59 in my CrossFit, my CrossFit crew, all younger. You, you know what I think when I know I'll tell you in a second, Ken Walters, I'm 59. My CrossFit crew, all younger says I reverse curl the most weight they have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, imagined good. that in my head. Like. You're a good dude, Ken. Um, <sighs> Yeah, I, there's no Danny Spiegel. Carolyn Prevo's Canadian too. She's so fucking cool, but she's fucking Canadian as a f those fucking guys. <laughs> and you guys got to fucking wake the fuck up. The all fucking you guys are so fucking brain dead. You guys are just sheep, man, to slaughter. You're being pushed off a cliff and like, well, it's gonna take two minutes till we die. They could have pushed us off a shorter cliff and we'd be dead in thirty seconds. Those hey, are good people. They're uniting now, and they're doing it a lot better than anybody else around the world. I hope you're right. And I if there's one group that could get right. together and keep that peaceful and actually create some sort of ricochet change off of that, it would be them, right? Americans yeah. would already be like, let's bust that store open and get some Nikes. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the news show? Uh, I, I think Kate and – You're watching it, bro. I'm, I'm making this up, by the way, but I, I think Kate and um, what was the boy's name? James yeah, Hobart. The, the press is at One Nation. Yeah, I think Kate and James Hobart are just taking a small break. Um, <laughs> I think after this week, they'll probably have to take another small break. Uh, 
I think just, I think they're just gonna take like a break a month. Maybe like the month. shirt sales and the promotion here will help help boost that and give them a little financial runway there. I was gonna say until this show can make enough money to where I can pay them, I don't think they're coming back on for just a little while. But you I can Kate Kate has a podcast, right? Yeah, Gone Rogue, Gone Rogue, Gone Rogue. Yes. So if you want, if you miss Kate, you can go over and watch her podcast, Gone Rogue. And then uh, Hobart is, um, you can go watch old Instagram videos or old uh, YouTube videos of Hobart. There's hundreds of them. Uh, buy the cap. Maybe he'll get some kickback for that. <laughs> I think he already got it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Oh, tomorrow morning. Uh, but have you noticed I'm, I'm changing? I'm, I, what do you guys think? So, so sorry. We're going to get off any second. But have you noticed I've been changing the names of the shows? So no, like for tomorrow's show, like I've been trying to use instead of people's names, I've been trying to like to get on the clickbait like bandwagon here. All caps. Biggest news ever in CrossFit. So like, uh, you, right, yeah. So, um, so, uh, this guy, um, Hagel, that we're having on tomorrow, Jake Hagel, I just had his name, right? But then I decided, okay, I'll change it to a quote I saw on his Instagram, increased life expectancy by 30 years. Yeah, that's awesome. Or, or like tomorrow's show with uh, Jorge Ventura. It used to just say Jorge Ventura. Now I put instead the name of his documentary, Indoctrination Nation. I like or, that. Okay, you do like that. I like okay. that. Yeah, a little context yeah. on that. It's intriguing, right? People kind of see it and they're like – Because some oh, of these guys okay. I've never even heard of, like Ben Mesrich. No idea who that is. Dude. Yeah, that'll be a good one. So I'm reading that guy's fucking book. It's called Bitcoin Billionaire. Oh, and, that's his book? Yes. Okay. I, I know what you're talking about now. And then, and then, so then I'm like, okay, we should have this guy in the podcast. He seems pretty cool. This is a cool book. Then I look, he's written 25 books. Two of his books have been made into movies. One of his books is that Facebook movie, Social Social, Social Network. Network. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, his shit. fucking movie. And the guy agreed to come on the podcast. I get so mad at people when they say this to me. I want to fucking break their face open. They say to me, I can't believe you got that person on the podcast. But when, but, I, but I can't believe I got that guy on the podcast. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go punch myself in the face tomorrow. And then, and then, dude, can you believe this lineup? Listen to this, guys. We have Jake Hagel lost over 100 pounds. Then we have Jorge Ventura, one of the greatest reporters living today. Then we got this guy Brent Morris on the next day. He was injured taking the injection. Then we got Ben Mesrick on, author who sold more than 10 million copies. Got a bunch of big Hollywood movies he's made. Mark Madsen, an Olympian and a UFC fighter who's an 11, who's 11 and 0. Then we have Neil Maddox. I don't even know what that show is going to be about, but I'm really excited to talk to Neil. Um, Justin Kotler, uh, that's the guy who's like got the biggest and baddest new upcoming uh, you know, CrossFit athletics. training camp. Yep. Then we have uh, Graciano Rubio. Uh, this is going to be a fascinating story. I think he lost a family member to poor health, to, to just treating their, themselves poorly. And and he's embraced CrossFit like no other. And he's, I think he was one of the first guys I ever saw do Isabel with like 305 pounds or something. But he's also stood up for Dave, which I, I, I love. Uh, then we have this guy, Joe Illuminati on. Um, I wanted to have him on because he lives in a van uh, half his life. But recently he just tore both his bicep tendons. Yeah. Casher just posted that. Dave was Cashier that him? That. Yeah. Where he does this and as soon as it goes to extension, they just curl up. Dude. Like, it's gnarly. And then we have uh, Angelo DiCicco. And, you know, just slowly we're just picking off the entire mayhem empire. I've yet to meet someone over there that I don't like. We need Tasia Prevish on next, too. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do her. that. She was super cool. Oh, we like, need Rory. Let's get – we need Rory. We need to get Rory on. Tried. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? Oh my goodness. It's a good, it's a good ass life. All right. <laughs> Love you guys. Uh, oh, when are Dave and Greg coming on soon? Uh, Dave, I soon, I think they'll both be on soon. Uh, not together, but soon. And it's soon.